the truth in sports talk streaming. When you want unbiased opinions about your favorite team without the spin, all you have to do is find The Monty Show, streaming live and available 24 hours a day, seven days a week on YouTube. And now, here's Monty. Hey, yo, man, how the heck are you? Hell yes, it's Friday, and I'm ready for Saturday and Sunday, and then next Thursday to butthole vacuuming and stuff. Uh, Big week, a week ahead. On the Monty Show, but let's focus today. Focus. Yeah. The Monty Show is always presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business. The Advocates, Chaplin Attorney, live online for free, 24-7 at theadvocates.com. See, because you never pay The Advocates until they win your case. That's why you can chat with an attorney live online. You get hurt at work? Yeah, they do workman's comp. You get hit by some idiot on his phone? Yes. Absolutely, you need an attorney. You go to the best, theadvocates.com. Big, big news out of uh, Utah Jazz country today. There's a scandal. 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 By the way, I'm just curious. Um, I'm just curious. Yeah. Do Does the Salt Lake Tribune hate the Utah Jazz? <coughs> I mean, it's a legitimate question, right? Yeah. We'll tell you about that coming up in about an hour. We got to talk about, did you guys see... Uh, this tree that fell down at the Masters. Did you guys see this? Like, the, I'm not even joking. I am not even joking at the Masters today. Oh, good oh, gracious. Watch out. Look at oh, that. A tree oh, falls down, and not oh, just goodness. one, but two trees fell down at Augusta National today uh, due to high winds. There is no word if any patrons, because you're not allowed to call <laughs> people who go to Augusta fans or guests or right. whatever their patrons um there is no word at this point oh good oh. gracious watch out if in this oh, tree fall God. any patrons Everybody's were injured okay. it is a nasty Holy situation sex. play is halted because of an electrical storm uh that is around augusta uh, brooks kepka is 12 under for the lead right now but man that is some craziness yeah. happening in Augusta. If there's any other details on that, obviously we'll keep you up to date uh, on that situation right here on the Monty Show presented by The Advocates. But why are you all here today? What is it that you want to talk about? Any suggestions? Um, 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 I mean, uh, um, where are you going to eat this weekend? Yeah, what's, uh, um, what's the weekend plan? Uh, is Zion ever going to play another basketball game maybe? Yeah, fat ass. Um, or... Should we do our daily edition of As the Pac-12 Turns? (laughs) That's probably what you guys are all here uh, to talk about. And again, yesterday on the show at break uh, broke during the show that the CW um, was the newest dance partner uh, of the Pac-12, which uh, today we did a bunch of homework. And you know, anytime there is a new story like this, we get real aggressive with it. We do everything we can do to confirm it. And indeed, we spoke to sources in the TV industry who confirm that, yes, the CW and Pac-12 are talking. But the interesting detail to this is we talked to somebody pretty high up the food chain who told us San Diego State and Fresno State would have to be part of the Pac-12 for that deal to get done with the CW because that's the major part of their footprint. Now, obviously, if you're the Pac-12, the CW does not bring you every television station they own and operate um, at Next Star Media, which is the company that owns CW. 
Because Nexstar has stations all across the country that we're going to talk about in a minute. But they're not talking about a deal to put Pac-12 sports on every single Nexstar station across the country. Not at all. They're talking about a deal to put Pac-12 sports on Nexstar stations in the Pac-12 footprint. So this essentially would become a regional sports network type setup. And the issue with that is, obviously... The CW doesn't have a station in in Arizona or Washington State. Now, Washington, Arizona State, and Arizona, those are huge brands in the Pac-12 that would immediately be impacted by this. However, Nexstar Media and the CW do have stations in San Diego, Bakersfield, and Fresno, which would give the Pac-12 a significant Southern California footprint. But the question is, What's the money on that deal? We weren't able to get a straight answer on that, so we're not going to share with you the numbers we've heard, but they're in the same ballpark of that 22 to $25 million conversation. The other issue here is doing a deal with the CW would ixnay a deal with ESPN, which would be an issue because the CW would want the number one game on Pac-12 schedules, and I think that would be an issue. Secondarily, is there enough reach in this deal, Jake? I think that's the biggest question. In my Right now, I would say there's absolutely not enough reach in this deal. Yeah, I think the struggle with the CW is, like you were kind of mentioning, the footprint of the CW and where they do and where exactly they don't have um, stations and, and, and outlets, essentially. And I think that when you're the Pac-12 and you're looking at um, your options here and you're trying to figure out, like, you know, the CW, ESPN, Amazon, you know, all these different options that we've we've discussed. I, I, I understand why, you know, they would want to have a conversation with the CW because obviously, you know, you have to remember the CW was recently purchased and changed ownership hands. And, you know, that's when the Live Golf thing happened. And so the CW is actively looking to pick up live streaming sports. But I think the struggle is, is that, you know, you don't have full coverage of the Pac-12's footprint, you know? So not having this market, but only having that market is going to be a problem when you're trying to get a grant of rights done. I mean, that's just that's just flat out a big issue. And I think that, that it, it, it's unfortunate because I think if the CW had full coverage of the Pac-12's footprint, I think this would be a very promising situation. But unfortunately, when you sit here and you say things like, hey, we don't have, we don't have any... Uh, you know, any stations in, you know, Washington or uh, Arizona, that's a problem. I mean, those are some of those are some of your your bigger brands left in the conference. And so to me, it's just this situation where it's like, cool, you know, they they can talk and they can try and work something out. But I just wonder, how do you get over the hump there? How, how is it that you get to a place where all these teams would agree to a grant of rights? Well, you probably wouldn't, you know, because again, and this is where the streaming thing comes in, you know, if everybody was aligned that streaming was a necessary thing and they all wanted to do that, maybe you could kind of fill in the gaps with a robust streaming package to go along with a CW. But we know for a fact that the Pac-12 presidents are not in alignment on on uh, streaming, you know, sh- how much streaming, is streaming important, you know, is streaming the new thing? Like, we've heard a bunch of different stories and opinions on that. So, to me, yeah, it's a big issue uh, as far as the CW is concerned that they don't have full coverage in in the Pac-12's footprint. And really, when you look at their coverage map, they are they are 
uh, uh, an eastern side of the country company. They are definitely biased out they out that way. They have much better coverage out there. So it'll be interesting to see, you know, what what the bridge is if if they were to get something done. Yeah, and I I just don't see this as a viable option. And I know that's frustrating to people. And um, I know that there is a significant significant burnout factor on this situation with the Pac-12 and their TV deal. But I, I also think that when you look at where the CW and really Next Star Media, and I want to make this very clear, Next Star Media owns the CW brand. Okay, so that's a significant deal. But this is where um, the CW and Next Star Media have stations. And obviously, the hole in this, in this map that you're looking at um, is very clearly the state of Washington in the top left corner and the state of Arizona. Um, you obviously have a lot of representation in California. Utah's not a problem, but you look at this map where the, where the current 10 members are, this is a huge problem uh, for the CW and for the PAC 12. Now, obviously one of the things that this does is this would allow next Media to market to the Seattle market and to market to uh, the Arizona, Phoenix, Tucson markets. Um, but I think it also is interesting that you don't have representation. If you look at that one dot in, um, you know, Oregon, that's Portland. So you don't have Eugene, you have Portland, which a lot of people would tell you is the same thing. I'm telling you it's different. Um, but you look at, you look at this map and you begin to understand that the CW and, and next star media is a very limited opportunity within the PAC 12 territories. And, and I think it's one of those things where, you have to ask yourself, what's the balance here? Because this is very heavily weighted, as you just said, Jake, to yeah. the East Coast. If you're trying to become an East Coast brand, this is great. But that's not who the Pac-12 is. And I understand why George is talking to the CW. It makes a hell of a lot of sense. But I, I also was told today that it, it, it just doesn't seem like a viable option. And I would agree with that. I think this San Diego State Fresno State thing is a real is a real issue as well. San Diego State again, I totally understand it. Adding the Central Valley of California doesn't give you a lot of leverage unless you're talking to the CW. Right. That's right. the bigger issue. You know, we also had a conversation with our sources um that tell us Ion TV and Scripps are absolutely out of this thing. Like there was all that heat this week about Ion TV's coming in and they're not coming in <coughs> unless we are being completely hoodwinked and lied to. And I don't think we are. Yeah. Our sources tell us that Ion TV and scripts are out a hundred percent. They have other fish that they are trying to fry and the PAC 12 is not one of them, which makes a lot of sense. But again, I know it's exciting, especially if you're a PAC 12 supporter. I know it's exciting to hear that. Hey, you know, we're talking to the CW and we have solutions. I don't believe that next star medians in the CW are a solution. I just don't think you have enough coverage in the Western United States to make that a feasible option. And I go back to, you know, what John Kimball, the president at RSL told us yesterday, you got to have some courage here because I think streaming is the future. And I think it has to be a significant part of the process. Now, the other thing I thought was so interesting yesterday was Stuart Mandel breaking news that, hey, you know, we now know that Brett Yormark has talked to multiple Pac-12 presidents. Mm -hmm. That's what The Athletic reported yesterday. Uh, we've been telling you that for weeks. 
on this show. Yeah. Because we talked to sources at the top of the food chain in at Utah who told us straight away we've had in-depth conversations hey with Brett Yormark and the Big 12. We've known that already. It's not a secret. We've told you that Arizona and Arizona State have talked to the Big 12. We've told you that Colorado has talked to the Big 12. These things are not secrets. And I think as we go through this process, I will again have no problem sitting on this show and, and you know what, flashing her tail feather a little bit. A little right. bit. Get the tail feather up because I think we've been really pretty much nails on this Big 12, Pac-12 story. I will again say I think the first available team is Arizona. And I think that I'll just go back to even what uh, President Robbins said to Dennis Dodd at CBS. I know what the Big 12 number is. I just need to hear what the Pac-12 number is. Then I can make a decision about leaving the the Pac-12 for the Big 12. Yeah. So this narrative and this, this talking point that no team would consider going is complete. Just it's, it's fiction. Yeah. Because I can tell you, Arizona would go. Arizona will go where Arizona goes. Uh, Arizona State will go where Arizona goes. And I think Colorado would absolutely go back to the, the Big 12. Yeah, and I think there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think, you know, I, I think that's why, you know, we're, we're, we're also noticing that it's kind of gone quiet again as far as the presidents are concerned because they go through this wave of doing media and President Robbins said the things he said that we were just showing you on the screen there about, you know, uh, about needing to know that number before making a decision. And we've talked about numerous times about, you know, certain affinities because of how good the Big 12's basketball yes. is. Like, you know, so Robbins basically said a bunch of stuff and the other presidents uh, were not exactly thrilled about that. And I think, you know, this concept of when we compare the Big 12 and the Pac-12, like you notice that in the Big 12, you don't hear any of those presidents. Like, like honestly, could you even name one president in, in, the, or in the Big 12 right now? Well, no. And the reason for that is because Brett Yormark does all the talking for him. And I think that's the whole, that might be the single best example of, of, of you know, how good the Big 12 has it right now versus how bad the Pac-12 has it. And I just think that overall, it just continues, like whether it's the CW thing, whether it's how they've hit the media, like the whole deal just kind of makes it feel like the Pac-12 is sort of this small sort of, sort of messy shoebox type conference. And I think that, they they got to find a way to to get away from that a little bit and make it feel at least a little bigger because I also think that's hurting them in negotiations. Well, I and, and I think the the line that really stands out to me is, and again, I don't care if you you know if you think it's hyperbole or not. We talked to a really really highly placed source in the TV industry this morning about this CW um, Nextstar Media situation. And it's crazy that three, four people, and I mean heavyweights in television, mm -hmm. have said the exact same thing to me. And that exact same thing is there's a huge divide in the Pac-12 and it is hurting, it is not hurting them, making it difficult to do business <coughs> in the conference. <coughs> making it difficult to do business in the conference. Yeah. Because they're not on the same page. Philosophically, presidents in the Pac-12 are not aligned. And we were again told today, it's really hard to do business with them because it, it really is a, okay, let me go talk to my mom. I'll call you back. Let me go ask my parents. I'll call you back, right? Hey, you want to sleep over? You want to do a deal with the CW? Well, let me go talk to my mom. I'll call you back. Let's settle this right now. That's really, it feels, it feels like child's play. Right. And I think it's a real problem because it again speaks to the stability of the big 12 
versus the instability of the Pac-12. And you have a guy in, in Brett Yormark who is sitting in the driver's seat, controlling the speed. Like, he's all that. This is, he, is, he is the driver of the car, and all the presidents are on board. I'm for real. And then you have a guy with George Klyavkov who doesn't even have a license or a car, and nobody's on board with this guy. Like, he is not allowed to speak to the media without permission now which I think is probably better for the conference. But the other issue is there is frustration, we were told today, amongst the the leadership of the Pac-12 presidents about what President Robbins said two weeks ago to Dennis Dodd. Right. There is frustration about what Michael Crow, the president at Arizona State, said to the state, the school newspaper. There, there, there was real anger about those two conversations in particular and I think it really speaks to the I don't know it's defensive nature of Pac-12 presidents I mean you listen to Taylor Randall the president at Utah right very smooth very easy really didn't say much right yeah just kind of a a vanilla playing conversation and the question I continue to go back to is why are these presidents doing media hits why why is anybody and, and and I'll be honest with you, this is kind of smacking myself in the face, but why is anybody talking to us? Right. Because it's not good for the Pac-12. And I think the reason people talk to people like us is because I think they want their narrative out there. And I think they want the truth out there because frankly, if the truth is out there and you're one of these presidents looking to pull the ripcord, it makes it easier for you to leave. <laughs> honest to goodness. Yeah, that's just facts. I mean, you say something... You look at these quotes, and I think I think Michael Crow at Arizona State to the state saying there have been no discussions with the Big 12 Conference on moving. I mean, there have been discussions between everyone everywhere on all things related to where our conference is going and where stuff is going to end up, what's happening. We're committed to the Pac-12. But notice the way he said that, and this was brought up to me more than once. No discussions with the Big 12 conference on moving. But he doesn't deny, and the common belief in this quote from the president of Arizona State is, yeah, we're talking to the Big 12. That's what the common belief is. And then you look at this from President Robbins at Arizona on CBS, asked about the speculation over the future of the conference, Robbins rejected the notion that schools, including Arizona, would bolt to the Big 12 prior to being presented with a media rights proposal. And he talks about this particular quote right here is really problematic. It's really problematic. Quote, it's heavily dependent on George Klyovkov and his team negotiating a good media deal for us to stay competitive. And then we sit here today and we're talking about the fucking CW. Yeah. <clears throat> and you're trying to convince me <clears throat> that you're, you need a deal that's competitive. Because remember, Robbins is also the same guy who said this as we've talked about. Yeah. I just need to hear what the Pac-12 number is. Then I can make a decision. So you're telling me that talking to the CW is a competitive deal. This knowing going to happen, Tonto. Seriously. Knowing that there aren't enough stations to cover even the remaining 10 teams in the conference. Yeah. And knowing that Next Star Media reportedly 
wants San Diego State and Fresno State in the conference to help them in San Diego and in Fresno. Like, this is not, this is not, like, moving in the right direction. Yeah, this is not some, you know, positive thing. And and I think the other thing that's interesting about the CW situation is if you didn't, like, if you don't do your homework on the CW situation, you probably don't even realize, you probably, maybe, maybe you heard about them getting sold or whatever, and the LIV golf thing might remind you of it, but if you're not locked into this story big time, you probably forgot that the CW even changed hands. I mean, like everyone's making jokes about, you know, Gilmore Girls and all these different scripted TV shows that are on or were on the CW or whatever. But the reality is once they were bought, live streaming sports is kind of what came to the forefront of their priority list. And I think that, you know, it's it's just unfortunate because I think that the CW is a nice little play, but if you don't have coverage, it doesn't matter. Like it literally doesn't matter, and and when we talk about these things, and I and I and I hear this concept of, hey, the CW finds a Pac-12 attractive not because the Pac-12 wins or has amazing content, but because they have potentially teams joining the conference that are in certain geographical spots that the CW wants to serve. Like, do you understand that that's backwards? Do you understand that that's not how you want a potential TV partner looking at your? your conference you want your potential tv partner saying hey cool you're in poughkeepsie new york but you're the best damn team around and we need your team on our tv on our on our feed we need that that's what you want your tv partner saying or your or this person you're negotiating a deal yeah. with and, th- and that to me again it always just comes back to it at least for me is like supply and demand and you wouldn't be here if if you had made better decisions in the past and your teams were better, but they're not, and you are. Yeah, listen, I I just think you you have a lot of you have a lot of people that um man you you have a lot of people that that really are counting on this deal to be good. Um, real quick, an update on this situation at the Masters. Uh, if you're just tuning in, uh, a tree. Multiple trees fell at Augusta National today during open play at the at the Masters. Oh, good. Oh, I mean, there is a out. huge oh, windstorm, my, as you oh see God. here. But he's okay. Uh, not Holy one snakes. tree, two trees fell into areas where patrons were sitting watching the Masters. No injuries reported. How on earth is that possible? Final. I mean... These are old, old, uh, and I and I people on Twitter were saying this. So, grain of salt. These are old protected landmark pine trees at Augusta National. There is a big storm going through there with lightning. There was an they call it an electrical storm. Play has been stopped multiple times today. So there, the play resumes. Right, they stop it. Lightning clears. Okay, let's resume. They're playing, and these 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 trees just fall over. Back is broken, and it, I mean it was terrifying to watch it. Yeah, ESPN is reporting that no injuries were reported as a result of those trees falling down. Dude, I, I mean that's unbelievable. Yeah, that is unbelievable. It's not that, I to mean, see every day, that's for sure. That is just dumb luck, man. Like I I don't know how you, I don't know how you explain that, but yeah. I say hey. 
That's one of the scariest things I have ever seen. At a, at a golf event, at any event, you're just sitting on the ground and they showed a, a shot of all the patrons, the patrons, because you can't call them fans at Augusta. They're casual. Patrons at the Masters sitting there like on the ground with, you know, like you're sitting on the ground and you might be on one arm, you might be on your two hands. Yeah. And they're paralyzed by movement because this tree is falling and it fell right in front of this row of people who were sitting Indian style on the ground. Um, Nobody injured. Did. I mean, again, we talk about I it all no the time idea. on this show. Yeah. I have no idea how that happens. All you right, know. let's get your comments in here, uh, either on the Masters, because we do like talking uh, Masters on this show. Uh, Kepka looks fantastic. Truck Stop Gumby, the first one in today that says, that was Stanford having fun. That's so good. <laughs> that is so good. Uh, plenty of toast for all the butter. The Monty Ghost working his magic at the Masters. Right, right. That's unbelievable. That is unbelievable <coughs> uh, that that went down today. I mean, yeah, my God. It's crazy. Yeah, we'll play it. If you miss it, we'll play it uh, coming up a little bit. Um, we'll get your comments on the Pac-10 after we tell you about our good friends at Bucked Up Energy. You guys, let's go. Look at it. Look yeah. at it. Bucked up Miami, the best flavor in the bitty. Bucked up Miami. Everybody says they're on sale at Harmon's. Two dollars, uh, two for four dollars, two cans for four dollars. That's one of the best deals I've ever seen. Get it at Walmart, get it at any of their bucked up stores, especially if you're in the state of Utah. Um, I shop at Murray in South Jordan. A couple of times I filter down the Orem. They're great people to do business with. They're great entrepreneurs. And by the way, I would also mention to you. They make great supplements as well, and you can get three free samples and a shaker cup right now. Uh, if you go uh, down in the description of this show, you'll be able to see that uh, there is a link that says free samples. Make sure you go and get that. Uh, you can pick any three that you want, any three that you like, man, any flavor. Yes. I'm telling you to get the BCAs uh, because I think they're fantastic. Uh, but get any three that you like and... You also get a shaker cup. You can customize it. Are you a an Arizona fan? Are you a Utah fan? Are you a West Virginia fan? Yeah. Patrick Bourne's probably here. Are you a Baylor fan? Get in the link. Customize it any color you want. We've heard Michigan State, Utah, BYU, USC. One person Brown knows me and said the Chicago Bears, but we all know <laughs> nobody wants Bears colors. <laughs> I am bitter. But go click the link below, and I'm just... You're supporting a great company when you do it. That's why they give you the samples free. Any three samples you want for free, a free shaker cup in the description below. By the way, shop online, buckedup.com. Mrs. Monty ordered her organic greens last night at buckedup.com. Use the promo code Monty to get 20% off your purchase at checkout. Bucked Up, the official energy drink of the Monty show. Let's see who's, let's go all the way back to the top. We have a, uh, a ton of comments today. Matt Ritson gives us four ninety nine to say, sounds like CWTV, uh, don't all regional coverage sound like Pac-12 network, hard to YouTube TV and direct TV. Okay, Matt? I know it's Friday. You know. Might want to double check things before you hit something. Oh, what are you um, talking about, man? I think the interesting thing about, like, Nextstar Media owns... WGN in Chicago, for instance. Mm -hmm. And again, I'll put the uh, I'll put the um, map back up of their stations. You look at some of their stuff. I mean, 
W, you know, WGN in Chicago, obviously, New York City, Philadelphia, New Jersey, you know, Florida, the Panhandle, New yeah. Orleans, all over Texas. I mean, you have great national coverage. But you'll notice very clearly after the four corner states, you don't have a whole lot on the West Coast. You really don't. Nothing in 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 Idaho, uh, Wyoming. I mean, you just don't have you don't have a lot of coverage west. Obviously, Washington and Arizona uh, are the big ones. Uh, you're not in you know you're not in Arizona. That's two big members, important yeah. members. So I, you know, listen. I think I think obviously Nextstar Media wants content for their CW stations, and I, I mean that makes perfect sense. Football is a great way to introduce a new base of viewership to your product. But this is not a deal that works for the Pac-12. Not at all. I'm just telling you now, with all due respect. Uh, Tanner Plummer says, well, it is today, Salty Drunk, which I understand because I'm pissed Monty. uh, I pissed Monty off last night in the group chat. You did? I don't remember that. Uh, Ted Abrams says, when Brett Yormark is having an in-depth face-to-face conversation with the Pac-12 presidents, including a five-hour meeting with Colorado, it's close to the end. It is close to the end. It is very close to yeah. the end. Kurt Myers says the pack is catfishing. Right. I don't disagree with you. I don't disagree with you at all. You know, but that's just that's just me. Uh, let's see. John Dry says, is that your TCU or K-State t-shirt? Man, what you talking about? Uh, let's see. Baylor at 12 with Patrick. That wasn't Augusta. That was the Pac-12 meeting. Very well could have been. <laughs> What is that? Stanford dropping dead? Is, <laughs> it's Stanford uprooting. Is, is that what that is? That what that was? It could be. Jacob DeLambo, the jazz, uh, jazz caught with their hands in multiple cookie jars. Ooh, yeah, you guys coming what up in about thirty about minutes. Uh, NBA and this Utah Jazz story is ugly. There's no way. There's no way around it. Uh, Shahaya said nothing better than sitting at work watching the Monty show. Hey, appreciate Monty. you very much. Thank you for watching the program, program. as always. Uh, John Try says, hell yeah, program. Let's go. Program. The program. program. The program. Provo Cougar fan, no, not talking to Utah. Leave them to rot in the pack five. Come on now. Don't hate. Come on now. Uh, what's up, Salty Drunk says, LOL, did you? I'm sure he did. Jeremy Callahan, when it's quiet is when the stuff happens. Exactly right. And we've talked about that on this show. Yeah. Like, it's just, I mean, it it, it is... What it is, man. I mean, that's just the reality of it. And it's, and I know, like, some people, you know, we got a couple comments early before the show, Grum, you know, in the, in the pre-show meeting with all the with all the patrons of the show, uh, that people were a little burned out. And, and I understand I'm it. burned out. Yeah, like, we're I'm burned, burned out. out. I'm burned out. Like, the show's burned out on it, you know? And I think it, it, I just laughed when I heard this because it just doesn't make a lot of sense. I mean, you again, we can go through it again, but the point is, is they just don't have coverage, and I just think it doesn't work. But we confirm that they're talking in the CW, and it's Stuart Mandel. Stuart Mandel's not just throwing stuff against the wall and hoping for the best. Yeah. I mean, we confirm that they were talking to that they were talking to the CW, which is fascinating to me. Yeah, because I'm with you, Jake. I just it, it just from a coverage standpoint, from a brand standpoint. You're not all of a sudden just going to become a conference that has national appeal about it. Mm-hmm. And, and you look at the way that that we have talked about, like Utah, on this show. I mean, 
Again, not to keep telling you, hey, man, we're really cool. We know people. We have friends. Hey, guys. But we, hey guys. we went to the top of the food chain at Utah. Yeah. And had an extensive conversation. They've absolutely negotiated, not talked to, they've negotiated with the Big 12. Utah has had substantial conversations with the Big 12. I, I, and I don't know, again, this goes back to everything we've always talked about. Why is that a dirty thing to say? Like, why is that a bad thing to say? If you're Utah and you are not exploring your exit strategy, you're an idiot. And if it's one thing we know about Utah, those are really good business people up there on the hill. Yeah. Those are smart business people. They're not just going to be left in a lurch. My feeling is they won't go to the Big 12. I, I, <clears throat> I've not been told that, but just the tea leaves and having conversations with people at Utah, Yeah. I just don't think they feel like the Big 12 is a good place for them. And we, I don't want to get back into the academics and all that nonsense that we've talked about for months at a time here on the show. But I just feel like the 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 think tape the think tank up at Utah just doesn't value the Big Twelve. And and again, I don't necessarily think that's for us to be critical about. I just think when you look at Utah, you deserve better than what you've got now. Yes, you have one of the best coaches in the country, in Kyle Whittingham. You have an incredible athletic department, baseball, softball, gymnastics, skiing. Like you have this great athletic department and nobody knows about it because yeah. nobody sees your stuff. And I think that's the biggest issue. And this deal with the CW does not fix that. Um, it just doesn't um, fix that. It doesn't help you in recruiting. It doesn't help you in academics. It doesn't help you in new revenue streams. It's not the solution that you need. If ESPN is not involved, it's not the solution that you need. Obviously not. And, and I, I feel like I say that every day on this show. But I'm, I'm telling you now, it's just not the solution you need. Yeah. If, if they're not involved, what are we really talking about? Are we not just bloviating and wasting our breath if ESPN's not in the, in the TV deal? And if, I am, if I'm President Kosse at Washington or Taylor Randall at Utah or any of these other dudes... I'm not signing a grant of rights that doesn't include ESPN. I'm just not. Yeah. Because I can go to the Big 12 tomorrow. I, I, I'm not. I, ESPN, and again, I will, I will say, you got to have some balls here, George. You got, the problem is George Klyovkov cannot sell fire to the Eskimos, man. However, whatever you want to say. The guy just can't, he, he cannot. With all due respect. Can't do it. They don't believe in George Klyovkov. The presidents of the Pac-12 don't believe in George Klyovkov. No, no, and, no. And, and I'm telling you again, I don't think they'd piss on him if he was on fire. I really, I just don't think that they like him. I don't think they respect him. George is a heck of a nice guy from what everybody's told us. Uh, you know, Commissioner Navarez in the Mountain West came on and raved about the guy personally. I don't think these presidents respect or like George Klyovkov. Honest to God. Yeah. Because I've just heard it too many times now where... It's just there's there's no mutual admiration society in the Pac-12. Yeah. And it's really unfortunate because, again, those are quality institutions that, in my opinion, deserve better. Yet they're not going to get better. Nope. They're, they're just not. And it's incredibly frustrating. But I think this is them paying for a decision. I mean, it, you know, like you go back to Larry Scott and – you know, all the over-the-top expenses. And so, you know, inevitably they felt the need to move on from Larry. And so they moved on from Larry, but what did you do? You got basically the same guy 
who is just killing you. And yeah, did it save you some money because you moved offices and you changed your real estate plan? Like, yeah, it did. And people aren't flying private jets. Yeah, and- you know, like you're not you're not going way over the top with it. But the problem is it feels like before you were more stable than you are now. And, and, and you're basically in the same position. So Correct. I... I hate being harsh about things, but the Pac-12 really only has themselves to blame here. And I don't know what's next. That's the number one question I get asked. What's what's next? Well, hey, guys, guys, guys. I'm going with Stuart Mandel. He says late spring, early summer. I've heard repeatedly by July 1st. That's the year drop dead date. One other thing, by the way. I was emailing with a guy today. And it's interesting that that dude was telling me that it, 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 there's no way to spin the, the shit show that is the Pac-12 TV deal. There's no way to spin it. Right. Because everybody's out there now. All the mouthpieces and the Canzanos of the world, they're out there spinning. The, oh, well, you know, the Big Ten, they didn't have a deal until there was a year left. The biggest difference is the Big Ten wasn't desperate. They weren't hemorrhaging members or money. And they actually had a vision and a plan. And they were all lined up right behind Kevin Warren. Bonnie, please. So you can sit here and you can spin that the Pac-12, oh, they're right on time. There's no problems here, bro. Hey, bro, we're good, man. I'm going to go hug some trees at Stanford and pet some golden bears at Cal, and we'll talk to you next week. Hug some trees at the Masters? <clears throat> well, I wouldn't do that because they fall over. But my point is, this is not, a, This is not. oh, everything's okay? <coughs> this is like that plane, and the pilot's like, yeah, we're good here. We're at uh, 20,000 feet. Um, but you turn around and the entire plane's on fire and the thing's just like, <laughs> right? Like we're waiting for it now. Yes. Yes. And the, I'm telling you, it's not totally normal. Everything's fine that you don't have a TV deal yet. Cause first it was October. Then it was by Thanksgiving. Then it was by the first of the this year. The then, it, then it was first quarter. Then it was March. Now it's April and oh, holy cow. Wow. We don't have to worry about it until like summer. Everything's not okay here. No. no it's it's not. not. It's not. And I, I, I just don't. Yeah. I, I don't buy that. Jerry Davis. Wow, your dog's beautiful. Looking for some uh, more. There are four CW affiliate stations in Washington State. So if the CW affiliated stations are in the CW deal, would that change things as to whether this becomes a good deal? Well, that's the question. Because if you are Next Star Media and you have... XTV station that carries the CW programming. Right. Well, what is CW programming? It's retreaded. It's what we call syndication, right? It's, you know, like with Ion TV, perfect example, SVU, Chicago PD, like big shows that people want to watch. Oh, that's right. You also have Live Golf. But what do we know about Live Golf on the CW? Well, hey, they cut, they cut people's heads off. Right. That's what we know about, you know, what I'm a jerk. Saudi stooge. I'm a jerk. I freely admit. <laughs> what else do we know about Live Golf on the CW? Most of the most of the stations don't carry it. Because when you don't own and operate, when it's not an O and O, which is the business industry term in TV, O and O owned and operated, you don't have to take that programming. On the CW, every O and O and O station for the CW takes Live Golf. Oh, wait, that's not true either because WGN refused to carry it. Yeah, that's stupid. And, oh, wait, that's right. Like some of their O&Os even opted out of Live Golf. 
So now let's talk about, you know, Jimmy, the, the trucking magnet who happens to own a TV station in Me? somewhere out of nowhere, Washington. Right. Do you really think he's going to just take lock, stock, and barrel all the Pac-12 programming? That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. It doesn't make a lot of sense to me, especially if he's a Boise State su- supporter. Because I got news for you. What a lot of people don't talk about is look at the you know look at the the map, friends, and and look at the way that Idaho and Washington State, and you look at where Washington State University is, and you look where like Coeur d'Alene is. Yeah. And you look at where, you know, Gonzaga is. There's a lot of politics in these little areas in Washington and these little areas around Phoenix and where, hey, well, maybe that CW station wants to take, fuck, I don't know, Grand Canyon basketball, GCU basketball. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Because you're O&O's. This map that I was showing you, these, these, these are all the stations where you have. CW programming, and 99% of them are O&O. This is where you're, you can sort of have some security that your programming is going to get seen. Yeah. But by the way, again, I ask you, I ask you, who in New Jersey, all the way over there on the right, who in New Jersey is interested in Washington State and Washington playing a football um, game um, at, you know, 1030 at night on your CW station when Henry and Jane are eating their mucilics before they go to bed so that they can take a crap in the morning and they're looking for their episode of Chicago PD. I mean, I'm and I'm being serious. How many CW stations on the East Coast want the, oh man, the late window. How many of them on the East Coast want the late window game? Yeah, no. Not a lot of them. Not a lot of them. And I know it sounds like I'm being a hater, but I gotta be honest with you, man. I'm fed up with... The, the, it, with all due respect to Ion TV. Or, with all due respect. Ion TV is not a solution for Pac-12 TV. Yeah. It's not. A, the CW is not a solution for a conference the caliber of the, the Pac-12. It's just not. And if you think it is, I don't, I, your esteem of the, of the Pac-12 must just be incredibly low. That's all I can think of. That's all I can think of. Um, let's see. Who else? Who else is up in a crib today? Uh, Capazzo, what's up, Lewis? How you doing in the Jeezy? Monty, that person needed to wait until Wednesday to do that noising, uh, around, nosing around for Brown? I have no idea what you're yeah, talking about. what are you about. talking about, bro? Help me out, Capazzo. Callahan, what's up? Says, hey, there's a dot on the map right where I live, LOL. See? <laughs> See, man? Look, man. That's good news. <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you get Mork and Mindy reruns schemers have you ever heard of what are the best 80s tv shows like the the best low level bosom buddies have you ever heard of bosom buddies no mork and mindy no god dog nypd blue this motherfucker he never heard do you know who robin williams is yes mork and mindy he starred in mork and mindy okay but that's before my time and i gotta tell you is that guy mindy was pretty easy on the eye man (laughs) when i was like seven i want i'd have hit that when I was seven playing with the Play-Doh. <laughs> well, I thought you said playing with the Play-Doh. Playing with that Play-Doh. You know. Holding the dick. You know. Anyway. Yeah. I, I think the 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 affiliate conversation versus O&O is fascinating. Yeah. I do because Live Golf is suffering through this right now. Yeah. And oddly enough, it's with the CW. 
And I know that I know that Nextstar Media wants the CW to be a repeatable, essentially, for live sports play by play. Man, that's a mistake for the Pac-12. Yeah, it is. Because I just don't know. I just don't think that you, you're going to be able to get a deal done. I mean, even if yeah. you wanted to, I don't think you can. And I think Phoenix is a very interesting, I think Phoenix is a very interesting market. Because if you look at Phoenix, you know, like, he, he, I'm pretty sure, and I, I should have looked this up. I'm pretty sure that Phoenix has a CW station. I could be wrong. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean... Because I believe, yeah, CW61 is, is an offshoot of ABC15. And if, you, if we look at their, if we look at their, you know, primetime programming, it's, you know, Penn and Teller. You know, like... Program. <laughs> that's what I'm saying, like... I Penn, you said Penn and Teller. Penn and Teller is their primetime... Yeah, that's stupid. They do, they do Penn and Teller, right? Um... That's what's amazing to me is that we look at this stuff and you try to find you try to find you know like what they're what they're what they're running and it's stuff like that. Yeah. And I so does that mean that you cannot bump their program? Sure you can. Does that mean that you can't air ABC 15 news in in Phoenix? It doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't. Yeah. Would they be a great fit for Pac-12 sports? I think they'd be a great fit if Arizona State or Arizona was on. You know. Right? I don't know. I, it's just awkward. The, thing, yeah. the whole thing is awkward. And it, it is Nextstar Media able to delineate Tier 1 versus Tier 2? Like, hey, here's... Because remember, it's only five games a week. That's the other thing you got to keep in mind here with the, with the Pac-12. It's only five games a week. So it's not like the Big Ten where you have, you know, nine, ten games a week. You, you don't have that. You have five games a week. Better send and those refunds. In most weeks, we've talked about this. There's probably two marquee games max. Seriously. Every week. So, like, right now, what are the marquee games? Anything involving Oregon. So, like, Oregon, USC, nothing in the Arizona schools. Probably Chaboy. Yeah, Prime. Right? Yeah. Because that's your guy. Stay hard. Right? Yeah, so of course. Probably Prime. Yeah. Early in the season, Prime. Because if Colorado goes three and sixty-seven this year, <laughs> they they don't play seventy football. No, that's that'd be more games than the Pac-12. Math play. is not my strong suit. <laughs> anyway, if they win three, four games this year, you know, no October, November, December are going to be very difficult in Boulder. Yeah. So maybe Colorado early, Oregon always, SC always, and then if we're being honest, I think Utah is a draw. Does anybody in Arizona want to watch Utah, Washington, Utah, Oregon State, Utah? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Probably not. Right, and I mean this year, right? Because don't forget, when are we talking about? We're not talking about this year. We're talking about a year from now with USC and UCLA in the in the Big Ten. Yes. <clears throat> so now your big games become anything Oregon, anything, and I don't even consider, with all due respect, to my Washingtonians. Is Washington a huge national draw? No. no. If I said, whoa, dude, Washington's playing Poughkeepsie State, you'd be like, I don't watch that I'm game. I'm so bricked and up right now. USC's playing, yeah, turn it on. Where's it? Where's it? Like, you'd, you'll watch USC do anything. Hiscock. Right? You're not watching. <laughs> well, I don't know if you would. Caleb, and he does wear nail polish, would hit. You know. You know. Hugh Janus. Well, and that could be with yeah. Caleb. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. 
My point is, you'll watch a USC game. You'll watch an Oregon game. You're going to watch just the rando Washington Husky game? The rando Utah Ute game? Maybe Utah, Florida. I'm watching that game. I'm a football yeah. fan. I'm watching that game. Uh, but it's Florida. Right? Yeah. It's, it's you know. S-E-C. S-E-C. Yeah, Richardson's going to be one of the biggest busts in the history of the NFL draft. But my point is, yeah, my point is, once USC and UCLA leave, there's not a whole lot of draws because I'm not watching Cal sports. I'm not watching Stanford sports. I'm not probably watching much Washington State. Because it's garbage. So again, I just ask you, okay, cool. You have these affiliates in Phoenix, Chicago, New Jersey, New York, Orlando. Yeah. Or rather, I think it's Tampa. How many of them are taking Oregon State and Cal football? Yeah, next question. That mighty Oregon State-Cal matchup in week three that means dick. Um, like, I don't um, think anybody is taking um, that game. Yeah. I don't think anybody's taking that game. So, you know, yeah. Jerry Davis says, I'm still at 70% that the Arizona schools will leave for the Big 12. At 50%, Colorado goes. 25% Utah goes. 25% San Diego State goes to the Big 12. I think San Diego State, everything I've heard, San Diego State to the Pac-12. Yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah. Everything. Yeah. You know. Um, who else? J.K. Marshall says, Monty will have a Muselix Wednesday next week. Dude. Um, I'm getting um, my colonoscopy on Thursday. I'm off. By the way, we're off Wednesday because I'm going to be pooping myself all day. Back on Thursday after the colonoscopy. Colonoscopy. cleaned out. Colonoscopy is at 7 a.m. It's internal. You're going to stick that thing way up there. Then we'll pull it out. And then I'm going to come do the show. Um, I'll take a nap first, probably. Yeah. The only thing I'm scared about, I, I feel pretty good about my internal butthole health. It's internal. You know, my butthole feels pretty good. Hugh Janus. Yeah, it feels I, pretty good. I, you know. I mean, we're putting out better trees than they do at Augusta. Yeah. So I'm not really worried about the internal health. Knock on wood. Right. right? I'm right. not really worried about it. I'm more concerned about the anesthesia. That's what scares me. Yeah. That's yeah. what scares me. So, you know, Big Jack 512 says uh, no dot in Austin. Well, I mean, you know. You know. But was that Brownsville at the border well, down there? What does there? Texas have, like 15 of them? <laughs> Jesus. Dude, do you know how many people live in flipping Texas? Why do you think everybody wants SMU? Scock. You know? I mean, well, I don't know. I have no idea what they... Not that. No. No. Nope. Nope. Not saying it. I'm not going to play your little games. Wow. Sir. Uh, Capasso says, not Alf, that's for sure. Do you remember Alf? No. You don't remember Alf? No. Truck Stop Gumby says, NYPD Blue is 80s? No, it's 90s. He's an idiot. It's 90s. No. Yes, it is. God, if you start slandering NYPD Blue, I will come over this table okay, and Okay, 1993, you. the year yeah. I was born. Yeah, yeah. It, what a year it was. Yeah, you're thinking about Hill Street Blues. What a year it was. You know. Uh, Big Jack 512 says Mindy had boobies. Grow up. I need a dick. She was hot. Uh, Kurt Meyer says generational disconnect. Yeah. Uh, I would agree with that. What are the 80s, Jacob? <laughs> that's what I'm saying, dude. That is what I'm saying, bro. Oh, that's awesome. Cyclone Kev says confused. Quick Google search shows a CW affiliate in Phoenix and Tucson. Yes, but affiliates are different than 
O and O's, owned and operated stations. So this map that I was showing yeah, the map. is their O and O stations. Right. Which is a big difference because they can do a lot more mandating in those O and O markets. Yeah. Ask and I think Live Golf is the is almost the perfect example here. So yeah. you know. Cyclone Kev says, thanks for the CW answers, gang. You're welcome. Uh, Jason says, just checked. I have Ion, but not CW. I love Ion. Uh, do they have Happy Days reruns? I'm sure they do. Uh, Sebesta. What's up, David Sebesta? In Phoenix, they recycle the ABC Newcast on the, on the CW to fill space. Oh, is that right? I'm sure that's a great broadcast. I... <laughs> you know, I... By the way, I showed my um, I showed my wife the that Will Smith movie, the basketball movie. I can never remember the name of it, dude. The one where Father Pat says, "Maybe you're modding, go to heaven." <laughs> Not Will Smith. Not Will, Will Smith. Farrell. Will Ferrell. Thank you. Will Will Smith is busy, He's busy smacking, smacking people. people. Last night, that my I showed my wife that. Maybe you're modding, go to heaven. Oh dear. Oh my. <laughs> Yeah. Such a good clip. Semi-pro. Semi-pro. Thank you. Yeah. Such a good clip. couple more. Uh, Dale Donut says, L I liked Heat of the Night. Yes. With Archie Bunker as a sheriff. Yes. What the fuck are you? Yes. I love it. I absolutely love Heat of the Night. Uh, Zesty's Retro and Games is Jake Monty's son. No. No. I would never I'm have like a... his eighth cousin twice removed. I'd never have a son that's a virgin. At Who the f*** is that uh, guy? Provo Cougar fan. Monty having trans medical procedures? Yeah, that, you know, of course. Big Jack says that's a hippie, uh, HIPAA violation. It I'm, is. I'm it, sure it, it is. 100% is, bro. I think yeah. that's HIPAA. You know us, you know us guys. Uh, anyways. Anyway. Uh, construction work says truck stop east. <laughs> Construction you know. work says versus nerds West. <laughs> exactly. JM. I remember when Kleavcock was talking about going shopping in the big 12. Yeah. I remember yeah, that. Nice. Remember that. Nice take dude. Uh, construction work says merge. They should. Tanner Plummer says, Oh, semi pro. That's an underrated movie. Big time. Oh dear. Oh my. Yeah. One of my favorite drops that you never, yeah. You know, stop jet tile King of Utah. Stop it. You've Dude. never heard of semi-pro? Dude, you're a casual. You're a casual. How are you, the tile king of Utah, and you've never heard of semi-pro? Dude, how? I don't know. The two are completely unrelated, and I'm being ridiculous, but I just wanted to throw oh, that out sure. there. Of, by the way, of course I understand why people are upset. By the way, Jet Wayman. Yeah. Going to the Jazz game tomorrow. Yes. Why we're going to that game, I have no idea. No idea. Uh, You know... Zesty's retro and games. So the only thing Jake has lost is his Netflix password. Correct. Correct. Because. <clears throat> For such anyway. a smart person, you really are lost, aren't you? You know. Uh, Spencer E says, Tony Altimore says, Cal will never approve of San Diego State joining the pack. Uh, don't care. Yeah. Uh, Big Jack 512. My grandparent watched every single episode ever made of Matlock and Golden Girls at least three um, times. Um. On the CW. <laughs> the Golden Girls was a good show. Was it? Oh, yes. Yes, it was. Uh, Spangler, how the heck are you, buddy? What do you guys think is going to... Uh, who do you guys think is going to win the Big 12 in football this year? I mean, I think BYU. <laughs> if you ask BYU fans... Oh, dear. Oh, my. 
Thank you. That's so good. Uh, Jet Wayman says, bro, he's, he gave us $5 to say this. Wait, bro, so you I, gave $5 to start your comment with bro. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, the grout dust is getting in the nostrils bro, of the Jet today. Bro, uh, bro, I've seen Semi-Pro many times, just not the other movies. Those are, see, here's how I know see, you're telling the truth. Because they're not movies, they're, not they're movies, TV shows. Bro. You jerk. <laughs> Oh my God! <laughs> Owen Lovell uh, says, "If you if you can dodge a wrench, you can dodge a ball." Okay, I no no I am no no I, no I am not playing your game, yeah. sir. <laughs> Bunch of hoes didn't know how to dodge these balls. <laughs> I'm not playing your game. Yeah. Even though I think I just did. Michael Peck says, "Lost password. Virginity still intact." Hiscock. Uh. We're waves driving, in opposition we're driving home the other night and jake's like look bro you really got to stop saying that because people think i'm a virgin anita dick and me and i have pounded more box than the best contractor in this country <laughs> and if you keep saying that i'm a virgin people are going to believe you and i have everybody had, is outraged i have had sex waves in opposition but your hand and your mom don't count. That's not the point. Holden Middick. <laughs> Stop it. Salty Drunk says a Night Stalker. Yes. Yes. Whoa, uh, Salty Drunk, bro. Yes. Change your avatar photo, bro. Okay. He did. It's a, it is a Josh Mr. Giddy avatar. Giddy guy now. now? The Mavericks are going to miss the playoffs. Mm. They're going to miss the playoffs. Um, and in my book, like missing the playoffs... And and there's I I'm a big you guys know this I try to be positive about things. The only positive about missing the playoffs is that you have more chance to eat Papa Murphy's pizza by using the promo code Monty twenty five to get twenty five percent off your purchase of twenty five dollars or more. And right now they have a smoking deal. It's Friday night. You got to get a two-topping medium for $6.99 at Papa Murphy's Pizza. Whether it's game day, movie night, or just a busy day, it's always time for Papa Murphy's. And now you can get any medium two-topping pizza for just $6.99. That's right. The whole family can get exactly what they want any day of the week for any occasion. Any toppings, any sauce, only $6.99. Now that's medium. If only everything else in life was like our deal. Papa Murphy's. We make great pizza so you can make the pizza great. Order online today at papamurphys.com. Indeed you do. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Monty Show, as always, is presented by The Advocates. Theadvocates.com where you never pay the advocates until they win your case. You can chat with an attorney live online for free, 24 hours a day, seven days a week at theadvocates.com. And again, I'm just telling you guys, if you've been hurt at work, and no matter where you're listening to this show, you can relate to this. If you've been hurt at work, the workman's comp game is not fair. It is not played on a level playing field. You have to watch out for yourself. Make sure that you have an expert, somebody who's been through the process hundreds of thousands of times so that you get the best result in your workman's comp case. That is the advocates and you can talk to them about it for free right now. Don't delay. Get to the advocates.com again. Why wouldn't you ask an expert questions? You're going through a workman's comp case right now. You know, you have questions. Why not get online? The advocates.com chat with an attorney for free. 
24-7, theadvocates.com. They're going to talk to you. They're going to answer your questions, and you don't pay them anything because you never pay the advocates until they win your case. All right. Big hour number one down. If you're just tuning in, there has been a lot of interesting happenings in sports today. This situation at the Masters uh, is very serious. I'll play this video for you again, um, where two trees fell today at the Masters. It's a big story. Scott Van Pelt from ESPN, who is on scene at the Masters, is reporting that there were no injuries. Imagine this when I play this video. No injuries at the Masters today. When this happened, two trees fell in a windstorm. Oh, good oh. gracious. Watch out. Look at that. Oh, my God. Look at the size of those trees and look Holy at all smokes. the people that were sitting at the base of those trees, all the quote-unquote patrons at Augusta National sitting at the base of those trees and somehow no injuries. It's not that nobody died somehow. Nobody was injured by those two falling trees. Apparently, I know this is going to sound crazy, they have tree doctors. They call them tree surgeons on staff, on site at the Masters, at Augusta National, ready to service their their trees. When those trees fell, they immediately went out and they started chainsawing them. The tournament was put into a weather delay because there's all kinds of lightning around. It's, I, I don't know how nobody was injured. I, I don't know how anybody was not killed and how nobody was injured at the Masters, Jake. It's just an incredible story to look at the size of the tree. Oh, good oh, gracious. That ball, look oh at that. My. And oh my look God. at all the people okay. on the left-hand side of Holy the screen. Smokes. Look at all those people, and nobody was injured. And look at all the people sitting on the ground. Yeah. I, I mean, that is, to me, that's incredible. Yeah, I mean, I just think it's something you don't see every day, clearly. And I think that, you know, it's, you don't think about it with golf. Like, you are out in the elements. Like, there are trees. There are, like, bodies of water. Like, there are, like, we see sometimes, like, in like more average tournaments not the masters but just like run-of-the-mill tournaments where you'll see like alligators running across the fairway like golf can be a little bit different but this just had such a intense like vibe to it because it's literally a tree falling over if you're that will kill you like people will die and so i feel like people will like, die they will and i when we saw this we were just like dude like did you just say a tree fell over at the Masters? Like, just uh, it just is one of those shocking stories. Yep. And by the way, now uh, breaking news: the Masters second round has been postponed, uh -huh. uh, suspended, if you will. You know, uh, they are saying that the second round will be completed uh, at 8 a.m. Eastern time on Saturday, and this is a this is a really big moment in time uh, because Tiger is right on the cut line. Uh, Brooks Kepka, if you haven't seen the Masters, uh, Brooks Kepka leads the Masters minus 12. John Rahm now has moved into second place um, ahead of an incredible story, um, which is Sam Bennett, an amateur. You're not allowed to say amateur, so we're you know, learning the rules of Augusta the National. No, the nomenclature. The amateur, Sam Bennett, is minus eight. Four under on the day, finished his uh, first and second round, shot a 68 as an amateur at Augusta. He is currently in third at minus eight, two shots ahead of Colin Morikawa, who is uh, minus six, shot back-to-back -back 69s today. But, I mean, we're looking at the cut line, 
and you're trying to figure out where Tiger Woods will be in this tournament, the projected cut is plus two. He is in currently plus two. Shot an opening round 74. He is even on the day Mm. through 11. The cut right now today, top 50 plus ties is plus two. Tiger Woods is plus two right now. Yeah. So this is going to be a a really big finish to round two tomorrow morning. Make sure you pay attention to that. Brooks Kepka of LIV Golf leads the Masters, minus 12. Yeah. Uh, shot a 65 in round one, 67 in round two, just three shots now up on John Rahm uh, at the Masters. What a crazy day at the Masters, dude. Yeah. Just an insane day at the Masters. Yeah. Uh, Zesty's Retros and Games gives us $2 to say, does the Big 12 get UConn and crew if the Pac-12 does not go through? Um, I don't know. It's interesting. I, 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 a lot of people are talking about UConn right now. It'll be interesting to see. It'll be interesting to see what happens once this deal comes out. Because I, I truly do not think San Diego State, Gonzaga, UConn, everybody. Mm-hmm. I think you are you are frozen. This is essentially Kevin Durant and NBA free agency last summer. I think you're frozen until the Pac-12 makes a move. Gonzaga. Because, you know, if if you're Gonzaga, are you going to join the Pac-12 and then all of a sudden you're going to lose half the conference because of TV deal shit? Yeah, no, you're not. Yeah, I think that's an interesting question. Matthew Castleton gives us a $10 tip to say, love me some semi-pro. I like when he fights the bear. Everybody <laughs> likes when he fights the bear. Um, everybody wants to know where you went, Jake. Oh, dude, yeah that that was that was a that was a land speed uh, record, bro. Jake was indeed floating. Yes. So, Michael uh, Peck says, I think it's about time uh, for a bucked up. Let's dude, go. I just cracked my. Let's open, go, bro. baby. I, I, now that I have offloaded. Now I that can, now that I have offloaded. Yeah. Now that I have uh, emptied the tanks. I can I can get back into my bucked up here. You know what I mean? I didn't even see Jake was uh, Jake was texting me. Got to pee. Got to pee. Like I never see your text during the show. So <laughs> you know, it's all good, man. We're good. You know, we're past it now. You know, but yeah, bucked up. Let's go. Uh, I'm ready. You gonna chug that can of bucked up? Or? No, 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 no. Because I'm gonna have to pee again. Okay, well you're gonna have to pee again anyways. You have a tiny peanut sized bladder. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I mean, so you're going to yeah. have to pee again anyway. Right. Uh, get your bucked up Miami. By the way, again, my uh, bucked up is the official energy drink of the Monty Show in the description below. Uh, make sure you guys hook up the uh, three free samples, if you have not already, and the free shaker cup. They're shakers elite. It is what it is. Marlon Shaw, where the hell have you been? What's up, Marlon? What's up, Marlon? Gives us a $25 tip to say, on one hand, the pack is an example of you reap what you sow. Karma's a bitch. Yes. On the other hand, the Big 12 was all but left for dead not too long ago. Things can change quickly these days. Right now, there appears to be no path. That's what I'm saying. But I think they could create a path, and I I totally agree. What does that mean, create a path? Well, like, again, it's this concept of, hey, like, if you're if you're running into a brick wall repeatedly, if you're just banging your head against the wall with 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 this whole grant of rights, trying to get a traditional media deal done, maybe a traditional media deal isn't what you should be working on. Maybe yeah. you should be maybe the Pac-12 for once should be on the forefront and they should create uh, whatever it is. I, I mean, I, I've I've suggested everything from 
actually leveraging the Pac-12 network the proper way uh, to to turning the Pac-12 network into a digital-only property that yeah. that you force people to to use their phone to access much you know and again much to uh, you know much to what the RSL president yesterday said like you know streaming is the way but you're gonna have to be patient with it like I. The problem is, is that the Pac-12 can't absorb any losses right now. So that's why I say I agree with Marlon. There's not you're in a you're in a rock and a hard place, and because you have to do things for money, you you're not able to make choices, and that's really unfortunate for them. Yeah, and I think it's I think it's very interesting um, that a stop DMing me during the show with your comments because I'm not going to read them on the air. I love almost every day somebody will DM me and be like, "Hey, bro, you know, like the Pac Pac-12's in real trouble here, man." Like which okay, why way? Don't you just comment. Which bro? way do you think they're gonna go? Yeah, I don't know, man. Comment on the show and I'll tell you. Yeah, like I, I've always been fascinated by that. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you guys. I, I just there's two things that I've I, I say consistently. I don't know why the Big Twelve would do anything right now. Why would you add anybody? Because you you know that if you don't get a TV deal in the Pac-12, that's of standard, you're gonna you're gonna lose the Arizona schools and probably Colorado. Yeah. Where are they going to go? Do you think they're going to the Mountain West? Yeah, somehow I think they're going to the Big 12. So why would you act? Why would you be reactive? I think you would just wait. You know, that's my opinion. Uh, Tanner says, speaking of Star Wars, oh, we were, uh, they're pumping out a lot of awesome series this year. Can't wait. Who's okay. that? Okay. You know. You know. Are uh, you talking about the Star Wars show? Is that... Is that like... It's, I mean, I'm trying like Mandalorian. You mean? And I'm being serious. Like, I, I is that what you mean? I don't. Do you do you do you guys watch the Mandalorian? Like, am I the only one that like I I don't watch the Mandalorian? Mm -hmm. Do you watch the Mandalorian? I, no, I don't. Are you a fan of Star Wars? Because this will piss a bunch of people off. I am totally a fan of Star Wars. Okay, you are. Yeah, I like Star Wars. So, a but lot. you've never, you never have, you never. Never what? Mandalorian? No. Not one time? No. Okay. That's fine. That's cool. I've never watched it either, by the way. Yeah. But we have Baby Yoda in our in our basement. We do. In our old and studio. And I have one in my place. Oh, you do? Yeah. I, I was unaware yeah. of that. Uh, Killer Demo. Hey, Monty, what college did Aaron Judge attend? You know the face of MLB? Okay, that feels a little... Is this a loaded question? Hey, you see, you see, you see what I'm going to do here? Pay attention. Take notes. That's a little out of left field. <laughs> it's going to be a baseball reference. It's a baseball reference. See? That's my guy. That's my guy. It's Friday. I'm bringing my best material here. The Fertile Virgin. Okay. What a line. Great job. Thank you. Jake's not a virgin. Anyway, the point is... Um, I don't get down like that. He, he's from Sacramento. Where did Buddy go to school? I have I have no shame in saying I don't know where Aaron Judge went to school, bro. I'm pretty sure it's let's see. It, it it's either Cal State Sacramento or it's Fresno State. Pretty sure it's Fresno State. It is because I know he was supposed to go to Notre Dame, but he didn't. Mm -hmm. Oh, it is Fresno State. Yeah. Okay. Fresno State Bulldogs. You know, um, he was supposed to go to um, he was supposed to go to Notre Dame to play football. Whatever. Fine. Anyway, why are we talking about Aaron Jones right now, dude? I'm not sure because I'm aimlessly reading comments. Uh, Robert Moffat says, every time Monty says, well, you know, you know. 
Uh, Truck Stop Gumby Baby Yoda. Okay. I think Travis, I think I upset Travis Bird, Monty, by suggesting he will get banned for excessive VS chats. You mean VW chats? Yeah, you did. You offended him and he left the chat because of you. So He left the chat? Yeah, he left the chat. <laughs> yeah, he did. Did you not see that, bro? Fuck me. Like, he... <laughs> look, I love our member chat. <laughs> I love our member there chat. There has been some attrition. I love our member chat. But just like the last two weeks, you guys have been like a-holes. <laughs> and I'm trying to figure it out. Like it was... It started with the it, it's something Donald Trump happened, and I'm sure Joe Biden got caught with another liver spot, and people everybody out gets a and, test, right? Like I, I don't know what it was, but since since that time, it's just been like everybody's on edge. It's like your hey, semites, your semites. Relax, we're not we're not it, the same brain surgery, dude. We're just talking who and food and dogs and mommy, sex mommy, please or take me home. Jake's virginity like that's all we talk about in the member grant the member gram the member only instagram <laughs> it's actually not that easy but for me it was easy so travis bird left yes yes oh my god now i gotta reach it he's the official ambassador of the monty show salty what are you doing Vexes me. Why are you going after him? Like, he's, he's not a bad guy. In, in in fairness to Salty, I didn't actually feel like he went after Travis. It actually was a funny tongue-in-cheek joke. It was. I saw but, it. But, you know. Okay, Killer Demo, what are you doing? Hey, Monty, how many Utah athletes are the face of sports? Who cares? They, look, you're going to come in and be like, oh, Fresno State, dude. Listen, we're the Bulldogs. And, you know, over there, me. over there in Reedley. Have you been to Reedley, California? You don't know Fresno unless you know Reedley, California, sir. By the way, <laughs> God, if you're going to roll in here as a Giants fan, and I'm a casual Giants fan, why are you talking junk? We're terrible. And by the way, Aaron Judge is not the face of baseball, dude. And by the way, <laughs> if you want to talk a bunch of junk about Aaron Judge, what does it feel like not to have him come to the Giants? Yeah, and by the way, you're defending a guy who <laughs> blew you off and made you look foolish. Idiot. Idiot. No, kill, killer demo. I, don't, I think you're... I think this is headed towards, oh, Fresno State deserves your respect, sir. You will not slander that Bulldog's brown eye. I think, I think that's where this is headed. Fresno wait, wait, State. Wait, 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 wait. Did you just say you won't slander that Bulldog's brown eye? That's exactly what I said. Wow. That's exactly what I said. It's pretty good, dude. The Bulldog's brown eye. Yeah. Listen, I understand. I freely understand that, you know, the Carr brothers were amazingly mediocre. I totally get it. Nothing. Okay. I, <clears throat> what am I supposed to do with that? Look, you mediocre fool. I understand that Derek and David Carr were mediocre quarterbacks, and that's perfectly frustrating. There's a reason Fresno State's irrelevant. Because it's garbage. Nobody cares. <laughs> nobody, you don't move the needle. There's not like. Yeah, next question. On to the next. On to so, the next. So, killer demo? Let's talk. Killer Demo says, we produce way better athletes than Utah. Okay, well, that's not you. what the NFL says. Yeah. I would check the gymnastics roles. It's not what gymnastics says. Like, we can just go on and on and on about it, but what's the point? Why are you, why are you so upset? Why, and why, Utah, why are you comparing yourself to Utah? Why wouldn't you compare yourself to San Diego State? Oh, they have Tony Gwynn. That's right. You don't. Yeah, why don't you compare? Never mind, never mind. Kent Hone, the only way you can be offended is if you choose to be simple quote of the day. Well, that's what I'm saying. Relax. Relax. 
Like put it, like fan yourself. Like you're verklempt. It's fine. Uh, Zesty's Retro and Games, two more dollars. This weekend is Star Wars Celebration in London. Okay. Okay. That seems pretty intense. Well, I'll go if they hire Carlo Ancelotti at Chelsea. Bring my guy back. Jose's been there twice already. <laughs> exactly. Spangler, Aaron Judge hit 62 home runs last year, bro. Yeah, he's not the face of baseball. As a Yankee, not a giant. He's not the face of baseball. Shohei Otani is the face you know. of baseball right now. Uh, Darren Ingram, bro, walked into this looking for some heat. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. He's not the face of baseball. Not at all. Kurt Meyer says thick skin and a Pepsi. Exactly. Fan yourselves. Fan yourselves. Um, <laughs> Killer Demo. Jeremy Callahan says Killer Demo is like Angel Reese after Caitlin Clark. By the way, did you guys see? <laughs> did you see what that fraud Angel Reese did? Did. She the other day was like, I'm not going. I'm not going to the White House. I ain't going back. It's disrespectful to say that you want Caitlin Clark in Iowa. And there's no participation medals. I'm going to wherever the Obamas are. I'm going to see Barack. Right? Like, do you guys know this story? LSU wins the national championship. Jill Biden, the first lady of the United States, says, oh, we want Iowa and we want LSU. It was a great game. No, it wasn't. LSU kicked the crap out of Iowa. Yeah, they did. And Angel Reese was like, that's offensive. Now, on a certain level, yeah, participation trophies pissed me off. But Caitlin Clark was like, we're not going. We didn't win. I want the experience, but I need to earn it. Okay, <laughs> perfect answer. Angel Reese was like, this is bullshit. I want the Obamas. And if I have to go find their birth certificate in Africa, I'll do it. <laughs> Excellent strategy, sir. That was a Barack Obama birth certificate bomb. But anyway, the point Barack. is... Barack, Obama. the point is, she's like, I'll go hang out with the Obamas. <laughs> to which I say, okay, knock yourself out, kid. Go yes, for yes, it. Yes. Like, hey, man, from what I understand, they're not nearly as busy as they were like eight years ago. So go for it, right? And now all of a sudden, LSU comes out and they're like, <laughs> I don't know about her, but we're going to the White House. And then Angel Reese is like, Oh, I changed my mind. I want the experience. It's a once-in-a-lifetime thing. I'm an idiot. Blah, 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 blah. Jackass. Oh, so it turns out you don't really want the Obamas when it turns comes out, turns to, out, you know. you're not as committed to playing the race card as you were before. It's crazy Hack. to me. It's crazy to me. Uh, Sebesta says, let's not forget that uh, Fresno State alum that embodies mediocre Trent Dilfer. <laughs> wow that was savage a trent dilfer bomb a trent dilfer bomb i'm telling you i love it um let's see jacob delambo says angel uh should go visit putin okay mike m says politics is best argued in person chats and comments section are like debating with post-it notes you know what no. i also think is funny this we we saw this last weekend so we just happened to be at a lot of grizzlies games recently and i it must have been a dozen people who were like, oh, hey, Monty. Hey, Monty, nice to meet you, buddy. Hey, give me some inside information on your you mom know. and your dad. Or they'll let, like, oh, what's going on with the TV contract? And I'll be like, great, what's your name, dude? And it'll be like, oh, I'm, uh, you know, Jerky John from Twitter. Well, no, you know, you know who it was, right? Hugh Janus. Yeah, I'm Hugh Janus from Twitter. <laughs> and it's the guy who's, who's like, oh, you don't have any sources. Trust me, bro. Liar, making it up. We're never going to the Big 12. Twitter tough guy. 
in person. It's Twitter tough guy in person. He's like, hey, Monty, really nice to meet you. Love the show. Really? I need a dick. Like 10 of those guys last weekend, which is fine. Spangler, Aaron Judge is literally single-handedly winning a baseball game in Baltimore by himself right now. He's not the face of baseball, dude. That yeah. would be Shohei. And trust me. Otani. I would love for it to be Aaron Judge, but it's just not. It's not. Dude. It's just simply not. It's not at all. It's not. Uh, killer demo. Devontae Adams, best receiver in the NFL. My guy. <laughs> Look, I'm, a, I'm here for the Fresno State's doesn't get enough respect. Devontae Adams isn't close to the best receiver in the NFL. He's not close. So who do you think is? I would slow your roll. I I mean, Justin Jefferson has to be in it. Jamar Chase has to be in there. Yeah. Like if you just look at the, I mean, we, we you want to throw, let's throw. You want to, hey, bro, you want to let the hands go? Yeah, is this a reason to throw hands? <laughs> um, If you look at just the numbers themselves, I would tell you I think it's Justin Jefferson in Minneapolis, St. Paul, Minnesota-like. By the way, did you guys hear that there's the, the new Viking stadium is already falling apart? <laughs> like, they have massive repairs they have to do there already. Skull! I think it is... Justin Jefferson. I think you have to give a lot of love to Tyreek Hill. I think... How much do you, how much of a receiver is Travis Kelsey? Oh, he's a receiver for sure. I think yeah. I, I think he's I, I definitely throw tight ends into the conversation. Justin yeah. Jefferson. Yeah. I think Tyreek Hill's number two. I think Jamar Chase is number three. I think Travis Kelsey's number four. And then I'd put Devontae in the conversation. I think I think certainly I think Diggs has to be there. CeeDee Lamb just draw he doesn't make enough plays for me. That's my issue. Like, we've had this conversation on the showroom yeah. before. Yeah. CeeDee Lamb just doesn't make enough plays for me. Yeah. He, he, but there are other guys. I think, you know, if, if you look at Mike Evans, not anymore. The guy that I'm, I'm throwing around is Jalen Waddle, but he's not healthy enough or hadn't been. Yeah. And then last, last year, the guy puts up 1356 and eight scores. Like, he's coming for sure. And Devontae, Devontae, you know, with Derek Carr's as quarterback, I I think had a really good year, but I don't view him as a guy that even when he had Aaron Rodgers as his quarterback, right? Devontae's a, a no question about it. Devontae is a more than capable wide receiver. No. I hate the game where we are, we're like, no, he sucks because I want him to be good. Devontae Adams does not suck. But if you look, He's the same receiver in Las Vegas that he was in Green Bay. The last two years have been his two best years by far, right? So I think he clearly makes quarterbacks better. Clearly. Because Aaron Rodgers wasn't the same guy, and Derek Carr was a better guy. You're Aaron fucking Rodgers. Right? And that he caught 14 touchdowns last year is remarkable. But if you said to me, hey, Tyreek Hill or Devontae Adams? Tyreek Hill. Because you know what I can do with Tyreek Hill? After he's done allegedly being a domestic violencer, I can go Whatever. throw a fly ball. If he's on the left sideline boundary, I can throw it to the right boundary like 55 yards down the field and he'll go catch it. Yeah. Or I can throw... Hello? Hello? Dude. Dude. Hello? Is this thing on, man? See? Hello? You know who I'm going to blame for this? 
you're getting your ass taken to the woodshed for this. You had us talking about Fresno State and Devontae, and we got knocked off the air for that. Take your ass back to Fresno State. Next comment. Jason says, Monty, join the Pac-12. Exactly right. I don't even know where we were, but all I have to say is... Why are you sending us into a darkness retreat, yeah, dude? Yeah. Sure. Jet Wayman says, the Monty ghost strikes again. Dude. Killer Demo says, you will say anything to discredit Fresno State. I won't. I just speak There's the truth. There's no credit to be given, that, dude. Th see, you have to take... You have to have credit to... T in the Look, dude, I, Killer Demo, I don't hate Fresno State. I'm just a realist. Tell me, what, tell me what their value is. Mike Phillips, Monty unplugged the camera cable in an attempt to colonoscopy <laughs> trial run. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's a goat comment right there, bro. <laughs> that is a goat comment. Um, well, thanks for hanging out while, our, uh, while we had some technical issues uh, up, in the, up in the hood. Okay, are we going to... We're going to get into this uh, jazz conversation. We probably should get into this jazz conversation as soon as we tell you about our good friends at TridayTrading.com. All of our NBA and Utah Jazz Talk presented by TridayTrading.com. Make sure that you go and get your $10 30-day membership at TridayTrading.com. It's 10 bucks. That's a charitable donation. Charitable donation. That means it's a tax write-off for you. And we all talk about wanting to work for ourselves and build generational wealth. Tridaytrading.com is doing that for you. See, because they're going to teach you how to become a prolific day trader. You're going to use their proprietary systems and algorithms to teach yourself how to make thousands of dollars a day. Do you realize that? Did you make $1,000 today in your job? Did you? If you didn't, the answer is Tridaytrading.com because their students who come through their program Make $1,000 a day doing this full-time. They, Program. oh, you don't want to quit your job and you want to do it as a side hustle. Did your side hustle make you hundreds of dollars today? When you do day trading as a side hustle, TridayTrading.com graduates have routinely made hundreds of dollars a day side hustling day trading. Whatever your lifestyle is, whatever you need, whatever you want, Triday Trading's a solution for you and it's very easy. Spend 30 days in their program. And if it's not for you, walk away, no strings attached, man. It's that simple. Get to TridayTrading.com, and I'll show this to you so you know what you're looking for at TridayTrading.com. This is what you're going to see on the homepage. Step number two, 30-day trial program. Spend $10, register, go through their system. Uh, you're going to get one-on-one. -on -one, you look at step three, one-on-one -on -one with your own professional day trading coach to trade using our proprietary leading indicators. Step number four, look at that. They're going to give you a corporately funded account so that when you're ready to start trading, you trade with Triday Trading's money, not your own money. You quite literally have nothing to lose. $10 to change the rest of your life, to be the one who goes to Disneyland, to be the one that lives in the house you've always dreamed of. Stop driving by that house and say, man, it's for sale. I wish I could afford it. Yeah. Put an offer in, put a cash offer in. You can do that. When you go to TridayTrading.com, drive the car you want to drive because you went to TridayTrading.com. $10 for the rest of your life. TridayTrading.com. Make sure you select Monty, the Monty show in the dropdown. It literally, you guys, I'm not even exaggerating, 20 seconds to register for their $10 membership. 20 seconds. Boom. Step number two, it's done. TridayTrading.com presents all of our uh, NBA and Utah jazz talk on the show. Um... 
Killer demo. I don't know that real quick. Why do you keep comparing Fresno and Bakersfield to Utah? Yeah. You're, you're, you realize that you're talking about one of the eight, one of the best football programs in the country. Program. Back-to-back Pac-12 champions. Why are you comparing Fresno State to Utah? It's the, it, it, like there is zero comparison between, having lived in both, there's zero comparison between the two. Zesty's Retro and Games, I'll ask, when do you think the Big 12, Pac-12 gets resolution? By July 1st. That's what I will say, by July 1st. Let's talk about the Utah Jazz, because this situation in the NBA tonight is crazy. Um, There's a couple of games of note we got to talk about. The Phoenix Suns and the LA Lakers at 8.30, and then I think the game of the night. The game of the night, Golden State at Sacramento. Kings are plus 9, 235. De'Aaron Fox, questionable with an ankle. He's going to play. Yeah. How do you like this game? Because I actually think, now this is just me, I actually think this is the best game of the night. Yeah, I mean, just just head to head, I I think it's going to be really close. I think that this is a game, like, when you're looking at this and you see, you know, was it? Did you say Golden State minus nine, right? Yes. Yeah. Sacramento's I mean, plus nine. The number's two thirty-five. Yeah. I mean, this game's going to be closer than that. I, I, I like Sacramento's a good team. They're a competitive team. They're a battle team, and and they're fast. And and I yeah. agree with you. De'Aaron is. I would be shocked if he did not play in this game. So to me, I like this game a lot. I think that. This Warrior team is just a garbage team on the road, and I think that minus nine number is a little shocking to me, Like, especially because the Warriors are on their own. I mean, you're talking about a team that's nine and 30 on the road. Like, that is Nine awful, and bro. 30. Yeah, you're nine and 30 on the road, and you want to tell me that Golden State's a nine-point favorite in this game? This is one of those games that you can make money on by going with the Kings, uh, and I would not be shocked if the Kings somehow found their way to a victory in this one. It's all on the line tonight for the Lakers and Golden State. And the Lakers, by the way, are minus 13, 224 at home against Phoenix tonight. Yeah. Because Phoenix isn't playing nobody. Nobody. Book, KD, Chris Paul, DeAndre Ayton, they're all out of the lineup. TJ Warren not playing tonight. The Lakers are going to win this game. And, of course, because you know that the NBA Western Conference Playing tournament selection show here on the Monty program. Hey, Monty. Uh, the bottom half of the Western Conference, the Lakers and the Warriors are separated by a game. And I think it's critical that the Warriors get the play in because as much as they have sputtered, I don't believe that they I don't believe that they can go into the play in and think they're gonna make a playoff run. <sighs> yeah, I think that's yeah, I don't yeah, the play in's not. You can't, you can't, listen, you can't be in the play-in and, and think that you're going to be a deep playoff team. I just think, and, and I love the concept of the play-in, and I love this story that they try to curate in the league about how, like, oh, you're a play-in team, and you're going to play the San Diego State role in the NBA, and it's like, no, you're really not. You're not, because you're going to yeah. run into a team that's way better than you. Yep. And and so, to me, it's like, th- this whole thing about, about actually getting into the postseason is fascinating because of the plan like you have some teams that yes. are, are trying to escape the plan other teams like you know the Mavs that we'll get to that are you know a seemingly quitting well, look at the this. Clippers the Clippers the Clippers like, are, are are tied with Golden State they're off tonight and they're home for the Trailblazers tomorrow afternoon yeah 
Like, that's a huge game. That is a huge game, especially coming off of that win against the Lakers. I mean, I, I just, I look at this, I don't know, man. I look at this Clipper matchup tomorrow. I don't know how hard you go after that game, right? I mean, you've clearly got the tiebreaker against the Lakers, right? So I don't know how hard you go after that game. I think if you're Golden State, you got you to gotta do everything you can do to win this game tonight. Yeah. Because, A, I, I just think the Kings are lethal. I mean, I think that team, I want nothing to do with that team. And then you got to finish the season Sunday afternoon at Portland if you're Golden State. Yeah. Like, I, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how much metal this Golden State team has left because they're either on or they're off. And when they're off, it is ugly. Yeah. If if you are if you are Golden State, and you know, I mean, I would be stunned if the Lakers lost this game. If the Lakers lost this game tonight, there's no reason for them to dude, lose this game. I coming mean, up in yeah, and coming up in 26 minutes, we'll make you some money. Uh, you know that we give you uh, our locks of the day now, dude. I am red hot. I mean, I am on fire. Right. Five and two? Come on, dude. Yeah. I am on fire, dude. So it's going to be interesting to see exactly how all of this, how all of this plays. But man, it it is, if Sacramento is not going to put up a fight tonight, and it'll be interesting to see who they play tonight and who they don't. That's going to be really interesting to see who the Kings play tonight. Tells you what you need to know. Because they don't have a, I mean, if you look at the Kings... I don't know. I, I don't know why you would risk De'Aaron in this game because you're locked into the third spot. You have nothing to gain. Like Phoenix is locked into the fourth spot. They have nothing to gain. Yeah. Why Why would you risk anybody if you're Sacramento? I can't believe that they're going to play De'Aaron tonight. So yeah. I, I, I think the Lakers are in, are, are in the play-in. I don't see any way now they get out. That loss to the Clips, I think, ended any chance they had of getting out. Inexcusable, dude. Yeah, it, it's inexcusable. Well, it was a back-to-back, though. I get it. I I understand. I get it. And I'm and I'm not saying that that's easy to get over or, or that dynamic doesn't happen. But that it is your job. I mean, look. If, I mean, if I said, "Hey, I'm tired and I couldn't do something today," you're going to tell me stop making excuses and do it. Yeah. So let's stop making excuses and say, hey, they should have won that game. Yeah, I think it'll be interesting. I think it will be interesting to see exactly how all that plays out. And then there's this situation with the with the Utah Jazz. And, you know, I don't know. If, you, if you're in the Utah market, you may, you may understand this or you may not. Um, I don't understand this story about the Utah Jazz versus their corporate sponsors. Right. And again, another hit piece out of the Salt Lake Tribune today on the on the Utah Jazz. Is is there a vendetta? I don't know. Is that the right word? Is that too strong? Is there a vendetta from the Salt Lake Tribune to the Utah Jazz? Because it certainly feels like there's some there's a relational issue or something. The Salt Lake Tribune today published an article talking about lawsuits that the Utah Jazz are involved in with two of their big sponsors over breach of contract, essentially. Mm -hmm. One of them's a cookie company that believes they had an exclusive on Vivid Arena, and yet the Jazz went out and signed Crumble. 
cookie. Yeah. And brought in, they have this thing called the Crumble Crew. And Crumble Cookie delivers cookies to the seats at Vivint Arena. And it's a whole thing. And, well, this other cookie company, who I'm not going to mention. You can go find it if you want. This other cookie crumby company, hello, this other cookie company was super pissed about it. Yeah. And so they they got into a financial dispute with the Jazz over it, and they said that they felt like, well, if you don't like it, we'll go find somebody else. And it's a really ugly picture being painted because you also have this IT company here in Utah that signed on to you know do a, a bunch of promotions, and their dispute with the Jazz arises from this one-off event that they were supposed to have where the Jazz were going to set up a, a essentially a networking event for this IT company. And the IT company says, well, the Jazz never did it. It was supposed to be off-site. The Jazz wanted to do it on the floor with Jordan Clarkson after a game. And this IT company was like, no, I want season ticket holders there. I want corporate sponsors there. I want players there so that I can network and gain new clients and do business with the people that the Jazz do business with. And the Jazz didn't facilitate that. So, of course, lawsuits, in court, settlements. like, And the picture that's being painted is, is Ryan Smith a bad businessman? Is Ryan Smith a guy who just doesn't care about his sponsors? He just wants whoever's going to pay him the most money. Mm-hmm. Now, I don't think that's the I don't think that's the truth, Jake, but that's certainly what this feels like. Yeah, I mean, there's no question the article paints Ryan Smith in that in that picture. And I think, you know, I, I personally don't believe that Ryan Smith is just after whichever client's going to pay him the most. I mean, this situation, after reading the article and kind of understanding both of these unique situations, it does kind of feel like this would be something where, you know, the the sales team and the people who handle these partnerships for the Jazz would would be the issue. And, and it kind of does feel like a thing where I, I don't necessarily know. And again, I'm speculating, but I, but I don't necessarily believe that Ryan Smith was in the room when, you know, allegedly the Jazz says, you know, said something to the effect of, you know, here, this is it. If you don't like it, you can take off. Like, I just have a tough time believing that because Ryan Smith, you know, for better or for worse, and I, you know, I do have the things that I don't love with Ryan. I do think overall he's done a good job. You know, I, I didn't love the Travis Scott stuff, but whatever. I mean, it went off without a hitch. Like all-star weekend overall was a pretty damn good experience. And I think Ryan did a great job with it. I, I just think the struggle is, is that it feels like the Tribune because they're behind a paywall need to come up with headlines and need to curate stories that that really kind of light the jazz on fire and and you know the last time we talked about this if you remember on the channel we were talking about the story that trib put out about the homeless problem in downtown salt lake yeah. for All-Star oh, yeah. weekend yep and it made it seem like the jazz were ashamed of the homeless problem and you know basically you know put them in a container and said hey ship them out to wherever because we don't want them around which is not how the jazz handled the homeless thing in fact the jazz bring the homeless folks into the building to help clean up after games so that they can pay them and 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 give them somewhere warm to be for a couple hours so you know i just i i didn't love i guess i didn't love the the attitude of the piece i don't mind if you want to write a piece about these issues i don't mind it at all but the way it was written, I kind of felt like it was, it, it, I don't feel like it. I know based on how it was written, it was painting Ryan Smith and by extension, the organization in 
a super negative light. And I do yeah. feel like because you're behind a paywall, people are going to headline read and they're going to say, whoa, this Ryan Smith guy's only on the team for like three years. We didn't have any of these problems when LHM owned it, right? Like we didn't have any of these problems. We didn't hear any of these kind of stories when, when Larry was around. So that's the part where I kind of am like, hey, you got to understand that if you're going to write a piece like this, you damn well better know what you're doing because I, well, I I didn't love the attitude of well, it. Well, and and it it again is it again is this whole thing where Ryan Smith, you you can't tell me that Ryan Smith has any idea that ninety nine percent of this is going on. I don't think it gets to him until there's like settlements or lawsuits or, I mean, this comes down to the basic premise of we signed a contract. You execute your end, I'll execute my end. Yeah. And the Jazz very clearly, in my opinion, based on what was written in the Tribune, did not execute their end. They dropped the ball on two major corporate sponsors and they wound up in a big court over it. And I think it's really sad that it's coming out this way. And that's why I, it's pretty clear to me, I agree with you. I think the Salt Lake Tribune is desperate because they know how difficult it is to get people to pay for really shitty content, which is a lot of what you get from the Tribune. And I think when you look at the Jazz situation, I just, I, I think that the Jazz are the easy target. I think the Jazz are the elephant in the room. And I think the Salt Lake Tribune is is taking shots at him. Well, and the funny thing is, is the Trib is literally across the street. It is. Like, quite literally, it's across the street from from Vivint, what's going to be Delta Center. And... And, and I, I just, I don't know. I hope that this isn't a thing where Ryan did know and Ryan, you know, did choose to handle it this way. But I just have a lot of trouble thinking that that's how, no. that's how he would have handled it. Cause I look at, look at the other, look at the other opportunities that he's, that he's kind of curated. You're really telling me that a guy who early on got the UFC deal done early on, you know, was able to get a, get an all-star weekend put together. Like, like, you know, at this point has sold his majority stake in Qualtrics. Like he's making moves. He's doing things. He's moving. He's, he's, he's pushing forward. And, and, and I just, the concept of, Hey, buddy in sales did a deal and then they didn't execute on the deal. And then when, when the, both of these clients were pissed that you didn't execute. And frankly, there's on, on like the event one, there's no going back. You don't get to just unwind that clock when it comes to, a corporate event when when certain names and certain people on a certain night are in a certain place. You cannot un that, unwind that clock. And that's where I feel like the trib lacks a little bit of perspective. And I and I hope that, and again, everyone always says, oh, why don't you have Ryan on? We've asked to have Ryan Smith on the show like 50 times. And for whatever reason, he won't come on the show. Oh, I, and, well, for whatever reason. <laughs> I think he doesn't want to answer questions. I, I yeah, think that's what is, it is. But isn't this a situation where Ryan Smith needs to say something? I think it is. I very much think and it is. And by the way, I think he needs to say something on an outlet that's not going to have him have him do a candy-ass interview. Yeah. Like, that's what I think needs to happen. Yeah, I think it is, in my mind, I think when you look at these corporate sponsors, he, he owes better. The problem is, again, not to be redundant, you're replacing Larry H. Miller. Yeah. Arguably one of the most friendly businessmen, well, until you cross him, Carl Malone, in the entire world. Larry H. Miller was a gem, every universally loved and respected, I think. 
So when you start getting lawsuits with corporate sponsors because you, you know, allegedly told them, according to this cookie company, that, well, if you don't like it, you can move on. I mean, that's not the way Larry H. Miller did business. That's not the way anybody should do business. Yeah. You make an agreement with somebody to be the exclusive cookie provider for the, the, for the arena, have them be the exclusive cookie provider. If you wanted more money, you should have asked them for more money. But you can't just go and And what this cookie provider was saying is, hey, we're the exclusive cookie provider of Vivint Arena. And they showed up one day and Crumble Cookie was in the building. And, hey, you're not allowed to sell cookies in this place and that place. Crumble Cookies selling cookies in those places. Yeah. And going to seats. And it's just a, it's a bad look for Ryan. Yeah. It's a, it's a bad look for Ryan. Yeah. Uh, DeLambo says, if you only get two lawsuits as a big company, you're doing good. Listen, dude. This is not Qualtrics. Yeah. This is Utah Jazz. And I think that's a key point by you, right? This isn't like his private company. That's a it's a big thing. Like it's yes. the Utah Jazz, man. That's a like it's a big deal. And and I think that people you know, no offense to Lambo, but I think people lose sight of that. Yeah. I don't necessarily disagree with your take, but when it's the Utah Jazz, you can't have, you know, homeless person problem story come out then hey you're screwing over your corporate sponsors story come out like what's next i mean what 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 is the trip going to find next and yeah and that's why i say this is a combination uh, uh, no doubt about it that the trip is thirsty and desperate and are putting out certain types of pieces there's no question about that yes but at the same time ryan smith inherently needs to feel some responsibility for not going out into the marketplace on media stations that he does not own and telling the story. He needs to make himself. this right. He yeah. needs to make it right. He yeah. needs to get with the IT company and the cookie company and make it right. That's the that's the only solution here. Yeah. Whether that is a rebate for those companies, give them their money back, whatever it is, you need to make that right, dude. Because this is a bad look for the Utah Jazz. It is it is absolutely a bad look for the Jazz. There is there is no doubt about it. Let's see. Renee Roca says cracking a couple of Bud Lights and jamming some Dixie Chicks tonight. Ain't got no time for cancel, cancel culture. Hey, man, drink the, all the Bud Light you can get your hands on. You know, John Paul Bacon says, take care and blessings all. Happy Easter and Passover, indeed. Uh, Jeremy Callahan says, it's the Catalina wine mixer. It's a big deal. Yeah, dude. It's a big deal. It is a big deal. <laughs> Absolutely. By the way, by the way, yeah. real quick. Yeah. Jazz are officially eliminated from the playoffs. Yeah. Yep. I mean, you down? Like you? you I, I mean, are, are they? Not. Are we tanking for VW? Like, oh my God, they're out of the playoffs and nobody's playing with one game left. They're tanking. That's what I'm talking about. Let's go. No, nah, I mean, I think it's. You know, I, I I will say I think that the execution of this season has been spot on. I, like, I you, agree. You, you you're what are they going to finish? I think what is it? Thirty eight wins is the most. Like, if they win one more game, I think yes. it is thirty six and forty four. If they win, if they yeah. win. Saturday and Sunday, they, they'll finish with 38. I mean, again, I know where the I told you so show. How dare you? Told you before the season started, 35 wins. Look, you don't slander. You don't slander Fresno State or the Utah <coughs> Jazz on this show. <coughs> you, will, you will draw the ire of Fresno State fans. Yeah. All over Fresno. Yeah, but I, but I think that I think that the Jazz have done a great job this year, man. I, I, I the next thing I'm really looking forward to, and I think you should too, as a Jazz fan, is Walker Kessler's uh, summer plan. How they 
how they go about summer league, if he's going to be a summer league guy, if he's going to be a guy that we see Brickley videos on, like what what's the game plan? Because obviously he goes out with the concussion that ended his season, so he'll recover from that. But what is the next step? Because I think everyone's well, in agreement. The guy needs to develop his jump shot. We know it's there, but it needs to get developed to a point where he's comfortable taking it in the game, you know, five to seven times. Yeah, I think it's very interesting to see exactly how I don't know how all that plays out. I mean, it is, it's going to be fun to see, but this better be a different team in the next two years. That's the only thing I'll say. I mean, I, I just feel like you have a, you have an obligation to, to field a winner now, you know, like you, you are, you're looking at teams like, you know, again, teams like the Sacramento Kings, right. That have completely turned their fortunes around. Now it's been forever, um, you know, I, I I think you have to consider that. But yeah. I also think the Jazz have gone on record and said that they're not going to take the long route, that they're not going to rebuild through the draft a la an OKC. Right. They're not going to do that. So, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I mean I my it's... confidence level is high. I'm not wavering at all. Yeah. But we'll see. In them re- rebuilding, if you will, in the next two to three years. Yeah, I have no, I have no question about it. I, I think that that Danny Ainge is the like. I look at the situation, and I look at the Dallas Mavericks. I don't know how you explain what the hell's going on with the Dallas Mavericks because they are clearly now tanking. Yeah, that's a team that is going to sit Luca and sit Kyrie, and they're going to do everything they can do to to get a top ten pick because then they don't have to give their draft pick away. Yeah. I mean, I guess I don't disagree with that. I, I think the bottom line is you look at this Dallas Mavericks team, I don't think that they were going to make a deep playoff run anyway. Yeah, you know what we can definitively say? Kyrie was a mistake by Mark Cuban, right? And Kyrie... Uh, it, it is, it, it, was he, though? Yeah. Well, the reason it was a mistake is because you moved on from the draft compensation that you had or the draft capital you had, and you moved on from two key role players in Dinwiddie and, and Finney Smith. Mm-hmm. I mean, Finney Smith is somebody, uh, he's not some great player, but he's played important minutes for you in the postseason, and he's contributed. Yeah. I, I, I don't disagree with that, man. But I think when you look at Kyrie Irving, Josh Green, Tim Hardaway Jr., Maxi Kleba, and Christian Wood all out tonight, <coughs> and now they're saying that Luka will play the first quarter and be done, that's what we call tanking. Like, why is he even playing? That's what we call tanking. I, I the, the first quarter thing, that feels like Luka is so pissed that they're tanking. Yes. That he wants to make sure that he gets his start in and then just chill. I would agree. It just, it, it, Mark Cuban, I love Mark Cuban. I watch Shark Tank all the time. I love that show. He has been a bust as an NBA owner. I mean, what is the difference? And I get it. You have Luka and all that great stuff. What's the difference with Mark Cuban and Michael Jordan? Mark Cuban has the championship. Yeah. That's it. Other than that, what it, Mark Cuban, I think, has sold his soul to, to Luka Doncic, and I think it's been a big mistake. Yeah, I agree. And, I, I, and obviously, I'm a big believer that the Dallas Mavericks, yeah, sure, they've been to the playoffs. They have not won nearly as much as his pocketbook says they should have won. Yeah. And he talks a big game, and they just don't win. Yep. Bottom line. Yep. So, and if you see teams like Sacramento and Oklahoma City getting into the playoffs, come on now. Is that really who you are in Dallas? That you're just going to sit around and hope that you lose so you don't have to give up a draft pick? That's embarrassing. It is. It is. That's embarrassing. You're a half game 
behind Oklahoma City. And you won't play. And you won't play your guys. It's embarrassing. That, I, and this is one of those things I feel like that, <clears throat> I mean, depending on how Luca reacts, I mean, obviously he was in the media, I think it was, was it yesterday, I think, when he was talking yeah. about how, hey, if there's there if there's any kind of chance I'm going to play. I respect that out of Luca. Uh, obviously, it, I'm known on this show as not being a big Luca guy, but I can respect we, that. We, two O's in yeah, Luca two, two O's in Luca's a douche. Um, you know, but I can respect that. Hey, if my team has a chance to go to the playoffs, I'm going to play. Yeah. And, and what's really interesting to me is Kyrie Irving, just like auto sitting out tells me just how disingenuous the Kyrie Irving situation really is. And that's why I say like, you know, I don't think Kyrie went in there and really made any mistakes or did anything wrong. I think he played his ass off. But but I don't think this is his fault. No. And And listen, dude, I get it. I think that it is very easy to blame people. Yeah. I don't believe you. Do you think what happened in Dallas is Kyrie's fault? No, I I think that he's a he's he's just sort of the, you know, scapegoat, if you will. But but I think that what I don't love about Kyrie in the Dallas situation is I feel like Kyrie came into the Dallas situation early on and said, "Hey, like I'm going to be here and we're going to turn this into something." And now that paradigm is kind of shift. Like his message through his actions have shifted to, yes. hey, I'm going to no hit doubt. free agency. And that's the part that I blame Kyrie for because to me, it was never in doubt. You were always going to hit free agency. And that's why I didn't like the move in the first place. And that's why I was shocked that Dallas did this because you always knew that Kyrie was going to go was, and hit free agency. Were you really shocked by that? I, I look at the situation with Dallas. Yeah. And I think Mark Cuban was always going to make a splash. Mark Cuban's not the guy to sit around and... Yeah. I, you know, I, I yeah. look at the Chris Dasporzingis trade. I look at, I look at a lot of moves that they've made, and it has Mark Cuban's fingerprints all over it. I look yes. at the the disaster that has been the behind the scenes organization in Dallas. That's got Mark Cuban's fingerprints all <coughs> over it, right? I look at Jason Kidd. I think he's not a great NBA coach. That's got Mark Cuban written all over it. And I look at Luca being a child and being a spoiled brat. That's got Mark Cuban written all over it. So I, I'm not at all surprised. Well, I'm not at all surprised at the disaster that is the Dallas Mavericks. Yeah, yeah. No, I don't disagree that that uh, you know there there's just a lot of issues in that organization, and I think your point about the difference, the only difference between him and Michael is is a championship. That championship, let's not forget, was one of was was one of the best championship series I think I've ever watched, and I think it was one of the best moments Dirk ever had in his career, beating the LeBron Miami Heat to win a championship. Absolutely legendary stuff. And and I think the problem is, is Dallas is like habitually that team that every Mm -hmm. single year is, hey, because we have Luka, we're kind of in the playoff conversation, but we're not even close to good enough. It's almost like the Miami Heat, right? The Heat are in the conversation every year, and one year they'll just pop off and win. That's the difference between them and Dallas. Is that this year? I don't know, but I, it's just, that's, yeah. that's who Dallas is. And, and I don't know because you decide to go after Kyrie like that. Now you're going to pay the price. And, and frankly, this whole play him one quarter, then have him sit thing. It's so dumb is dumb. It it's an injury risk, obviously. And that's the type of thing that will rub Luca the wrong way. Well, yeah, I, it is what it is, dude. I, I am. I'm so tired of the hype train. Salty drunk says, "How funny would it be if OKC and Dallas tied and OKC lost uh, the plane and then won the flip in the lottery?" <laughs> now that could be interesting. Yeah. And Salty drunk has again changed his uh, changed his avatar to the advocates. 
Good job. Appreciate that. DeLambo says it blew up in the Mavs face. Totally. I think it did. Absolutely it did. Dallin Sproul, good to see you, sir. Well, the huge difference, one team has been relevant for a long time. Jordan has been relevant except for the one year as a seventh or eighth seed. But, but what's the definition of success in the NBA? Well, it's cool you're relevant. LaMelo Ball made them relevant, yeah. right? Like, I mean, Gordon Hayward makes them relevant. It's cool you're relevant. It's cool that Luka makes you relevant, and that's great. But they haven't won. Have they been to the playoffs? Yes. Are they a headliner? Yeah, they have one of the best players in the league. But what truly is the difference? They, they, the level of success, the expectation is what separates the two. The expectation is Dallas is going to compete for the top of the Western Conference, and they rarely have. Yeah. And that Lucas is transformative player, and I hear all about how great he is, yet nobody wants to be his teammate. Well, that's a Nobody big wants issue. to play with him. Yeah. Because he gets coddled. And he's allowed to be a child and he's allowed to pout and throw things and because there's no discipline there. Yeah. And my point about Cuban versus Jordan is Jordan's been a terrible owner. They haven't won. They have not won at all. And at the end of the day, they're on the same success level as the as the Dallas Mavericks. Are. My name is Luca. And I actually think it's very difficult to argue that. Yeah. Because they both have the same level of success outside of one year. What was that, 2010, 2011? When, when the Mavericks won the NBA Finals. Like, that's it. So, I, I just, yeah. I'm not saying, I'm not even saying you're wrong. I'm not even saying you're wrong. DeLambo, stop it. Jazz trade for Luka. Never. Never. Uh, Mike M says, whoa, comment dump. Mike M says, Luka Jokic. Exactly right. I mean, dude, in the time that exactly the Mavericks right. have existed, dude, it, they they were created in 80-81. Dude, they've got four division titles, two conference championships, and an NBA championship. And like, Cuban was the owner when they won the championship. Yeah. Obviously, he wasn't the owner when they founded the yeah. team. So, Mark Cuban's been a disappointment. Yeah. There's no doubt about that. Uh, DeLambo also says uh, Kyrie could have had a dynasty with Boston. Dude, dynasty what a waste. Boston? What about Brooklyn? Dude? What a waste. Uh, Brandon Butler, I think there's going to be a lot of teams contemplating teardowns after the playoffs. Totally agree. Yeah. Totally agree. Delaric, uh says Cuban is trying to recreate Dirk with Luka, but what uh, adamant, but want adamant he is wrong. I think the biggest problem is, is that Luka is never going to be Dirk. Dirk yeah. was a class act. Dirk was a professional. Luca is not. Uh, Brandon Butler. Ainge has done more for the Jazz in one year than Jordan has done his entire tenure. Don't disagree. <laughs> Don't disagree. Don't disagree at all. The problem is Jordan's an owner and Ainge is a GM. So, you know, I don't know. It's just, it's annoying as hell to me. Yeah. That's what I'll say. It's also annoying that you guys have not had the marinara meatball at Papa Murphy's Pizza by using the promo code Monty 25 You've got to try the meatball marinara. At Papa Murphy's, we do more than just pizza. We do meatballs and marinara. Actually, I do the meatballs and marinara. And how do you do it, Dad? How do I do it? How do I do it? Order now at PapaMurphy's.com. Papa Murphy's Pizza. Make sure you use the promo code MONTY25 to get 25% off your purchase of $25 or more at Papa Murphy's Pizza. The Monty Show is presented by our good friends at The Advocates, theadvocates.com, the best injury attorneys in the business at theadvocates.com. The and now it is official. 
Luka Doncic will play the first quarter and then be done for the season, according to Tim McMahon. Wow. What a joke, dude. Let me ask you this. What a joke. What is the... I, I wonder if Vegas has a bet on whether Luka will stay on the bench or go to the locker room. Because remember... Y'all remember when LeBron that one time went into the locker room? I think it was in the bubble. And everyone was like, oh, he's not a team player. He's mm -hmm. a terrible guy. I do. Does Luca chill on the bench or does he go and cry in the locker room? I will be very well, that's interesting. curious to see that's what, what interesting. he does. That's I don't know. I don't, Luca's a child. He is. He is. A, he, and I think that's what makes him very unlikable. But, like, but unlikable, look at this John Morant story. Yeah. Have you guys heard this John ja Morant story? There's a short on the channel. The new John ja Morant story. John ja Morant is in more trouble now after new allegations of violence threats against John ja Morant and his crew, including his mother. Now, there's a couple of layers to this story. First of all, John ja Morant and his crew went to a finish line at a mall. Well, bro, you're a Nike athlete. What are you doing shopping and this is the thing I don't understand about guys like Ja. You're a Nike athlete. Why are you shopping at a, a shoe store at a mall? At a finish line? Why? What, you and the fam bam couldn't get uh, cool gray 11s from Nike? So him, the crew, and his mom go into this finish line and get into it with one of the sales associates there. So they decided to threaten him. And I'll drop that mother and the guy would not come out of the stock room. Yeah. And hid in the stock room in fear. And his mother was there as well. They listed her, because they called the cops. They listed her as an anonymous witness to the incident. Okay, fine. Then they go into the parking lot and get into it with a mall cop. And I'll drop that mother. A security guard, and they threatened to end him. So let me get this right. You're John ja Morant at the mall shopping for tennis shoes. Even though you're a Nike athlete, you're shopping for tennis shoes. You get into it with a sales associate and terror terrorize the guy he hides in the stock room. Yeah. Then you guys go outside and get into it with a mall cop. And then these details come out on his arrest and the special treatment that he was afforded you guys remember the story about John Morant getting into a fight at his house? Well, the body cam footage was released and the details were released. And it turns out the cops didn't question John Morant on this fight for months. <coughs> for months. And took no action, including zero investigation was done. Yeah. Even though... This is the body cam footage from the cops. Like, we're about to go have to arrest John Morant. Yeah, like, like, yeah, he got beat the out of by John Morant at his house. Like the Memphis Grizzlies player? Yeah, I know who John Morant is. Yeah, so, when? Like an hour and a half ago, something like that? Where the is John Morant? He lives in Eads. I know that. I mean, where is he right now? Probably at his house. So the fight happened here? No, it happened at John Morant's house. Hey, okay, on your end, you we're going to handle it just as normal. Perfect. That's what I thought. Okay, okay now it's a Things I need to take care but of. There's also this weird end, part but there's nothing that affects anything there. Um, let them know that a detective will be in touch with them. That one always stops up. Perfect. And just leave it at that. Well, damn, this is going to be a good section. Perfect. Story. I mean, like, the report's not going to be that crazy, but. I'm lucky, kind of. 
I mean, they just got, they got, they, nothing is different for your purposes. Absolutely nothing is different than perfect. any other assault. I do understand why you called me, and I'm very glad you did for other reasons. But for reporting purposes, do everything by the numbers, just like you would for any other situation. Check. And advise the parents, just like you would in any other situation. I will. And they never did anything. Yeah. Never arrested John Morant, never investigated nothing. Never questioned John Morant for months on end. <clears throat> and you have this kid with a huge knot on the back of his head. And the kid said on the body cam footage in another part of it, he said, we got into an argument like people always do play and pick up. I threw the ball at him. He threw it at me. I kicked it at him. And they threw me on the ground and kicked my ass. Yeah. And the cop in the body cam footage is literally like measuring the knot on the guy's head because he got beaten so badly. Yeah. By allegedly by John Morant and crew. Mm -hmm. And now we find out he was violent at a, at a volleyball game or whatever it was at a school and in this, you know, this finish line and in the parking, like, what is this guy doing? And the thing that I struggle with, the thing I struggle with is, can you not understand how good you have it? Yeah. Can, what, is, what is it that doesn't allow guys like John Morant to process the fact that he's got it really good? Like you're an NBA player, you're a multimillionaire, you're generationally wealthy, you have this shoe deal with Nike, you, you, I don't know what ever happened with Powerade, but he had this deal with Powerade, like, man, I got it pretty good. Yeah. I'll never want for anything, I'm famous. I, but you can't stay away from guns. You can't stop threatening people. You can't stop allegedly beating people at your house. Yeah. Like, I, 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 I've never been able to, to understand this. Like, hey, the guys who spent themselves into the poorhouse totally get it. Mm -hmm. Nobody taught you how to use money. Nobody taught you how to go from being impoverished to being incredibly wealthy. Totally get it. But it's guys like this who have the world in the palm of their hand. And just can't stay away from guns, drugs, strippers, violence. The life. Can't stay away from it. I just, I can't believe it. And this is a kid, it's not like John Morant comes from like, you know, humble beginnings. It, it, this is not a kid who comes from nothing. His dad's in his life. He had a bit of money when he was a kid. Went like to private school. And yet you're still acting like an idiot. Yeah. And you're still allegedly throwing up gang signs and guns. And I mean, it's unbelievable to me. Clearly the, the recovery stint didn't help too much. Dude. Like, I mean, come on. Yeah. I just, it's really unfortunate because as a basketball player, I love watching the guy love his game. Yeah. But now but, it feels different. Yeah. Now it's different. And now when I watch John Moran play basketball, I, I, the tough guy stuff doesn't seem like such a tough guy. And it's really frustrating. You know, like I, I just want. I just want somebody to I just want somebody to get to John Morant and be like, dude, if you don't change your ways, you're gonna die. Yeah. Cause that's what this is. That's what this is. And I I, I don't I just don't understand it, man. Like I, yeah. I, I want to, but I don't. Yeah. I want to, but I don't. Um I also don't understand why are we debating bratwurst buns in the chat. That I don't understand. Speak are they really? Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Speaking of bratwurst buns, make sure you go to our good friends at barbecue pit stop, bbqpitstop.com. 
Best barbecue equipment in the business. And we are a week away from the grand opening of their brand new location in Payson, Utah, bbqpitstop.com. I tell you every day, get online. Anywhere in this great country you are, bbqpitstop.com. In the great state of Utah, Logan, Layton, Lehigh, St. George, Payson, and Murray across from the mall. I'm telling you guys, the beautiful new grand opening in St. George. This store in, in... in Payson is going to be an unbelievable hybrid. Like, you know, you hear Barbecue Pit Stop, best equipment. Yoder, Big Green Egg, Traeger, Camp Chef, you name it, they've got it, right? Yeah. Best salt, seasons, rubs, spices, sauces, tongs, tongs, accessories. They've got all of it. But did you know, like, the Logan store has one of the best butcher shops I think I've ever seen in barbecue? Yeah. They have it all. And they're available to you 24-7 online. You can chat with a barbecue expert at bbqpitstop.com. bbqpitstop.com. Make sure you hook it up with those guys. Tell them you heard about it on the Monty Show. Are you a Brock guy or not a Brock guy? Yeah, a couple times a year. Yeah. It's 4th of July vibes for me. Look at this. Jeremy Callahan says, you brought to be kidding me. See see what he, he, so see what he did there? It's like, it's brought, but it's supposed to say you got and it's brought instead. You know. You know, uh, James McKenzie says, Ja is so privileged. I think he's white. Wow. Okay. Okay. Uh, ja is going to get shot or sent to prison. It feels like it. One of the two. One of the two. San Diego State. What's up, Glenn? Money doesn't give one character. It reveals it. Ja, hear me. See what I did there? See? Yeah. You're not wrong about that. Yeah. You're not wrong. It, it, you never know what's going to happen when you have a young person that has been absolutely catered to their entire lives. Maybe he didn't enjoy his upbringing as a child. Maybe he didn't like having to behave at Murray State. Maybe he wanted the girls in the club. Yeah. Maybe that's his thing. Maybe he wanted to be a a gang guy. I don't know. But it's a little late now. Yeah. Because now you're just giving it away. Now you're just giving it away. And for what? That's the thing I don't understand. KM says, I play in St. George several times a week. Dixie Red Cliff Golf Course is nice. Mm-hmm. Hey, man. Come up to Salt Lake City, Canyons Golf, the official golf course of the Monty Show. I'm telling you, there is no more beautiful course than Canyons Golf. I cannot wait for the snow to melt. I cannot wait to get out there and hit them. Darren Ingram is one of the best teaching pros in the state of Utah. Hook it up. You need a... You, yeah. You want you need a He's beautiful good at what venue. He does, bro. You need a beautiful venue. Canyons Golf, man, I'm telling you. Absolutely. By the way, they do great work for corporate events. Like you want to take the boys off the street or out of the office, your top sellers, you need a reward. Canyons Golf. Canyons Golf. Tell yeah. me you heard about it on the Monty show. Don't go to finish line. Go to Canyons Golf. Exactly right. Um did somebody bring oh Connor Johnson. I hear St. George golf is on another level. It is. Mesquite, Nevada golf is on another level. It is. Um, I, I, so you're not a Brock guy? Is that what you're telling me? No, no, me? no. I, I'm not a Brock guy all the time. What I love is, like, especially on the smoker that we got a barbecue pit stop, the Ironwood 885. Dude, yes. when, it's, when it's summer vibes, you know what I'm talking about. It's 75. It's sunset. You're, you're, in, you're in the golden hour. You're, you're smoking your dinner. And you throw bo- brats on the Traeger. Then you leave them on there for a few minutes. You come back out with your buns. In the comments section, do you toast your buns or do you like them soft? Which is your What's your preference when you're eating your brat? I actually really 
enjoy a toasted bun when I'm eating a brat. Throw a little ketchup on there, a little onion. Hey man, I like, I'm about it, just not all the time. I don't. I I'm never throwing a toasted bun out the window, but man, and I know it's awfully simplistic, but the best part of a Costco hot dog, the bun. Yeah, you got to have a good bun, and I'm not a brioche bun guy. Yeah, I am not a whole grain bun guy. I'm not. But man, like you give me a good <laughs> what now? Darren Ingram, Canyons uh-huh. Golf, just texted me a picture on the course of the snow on the course, dude. Is it a lot? Yeah, it's a lot. Here, Let's I'll, see. Yeah. That's Let see a that. lot. Dude. Let me see that. Oh my God. Yeah. Well, well, okay, good luck, man. It's gonna be a minute. Well, they're, they're working on it, man. It's gonna be, gonna be They're working man. on it, man. They got a lot of snow up there. A lot of snow. Uh Devin Pohl says, uh, brats with a toasted bun, mayo, and ketchup. Gotta have some onion. Big Jack 512, yes, let's talk buns. Raw onion, not cooked. Raw onion. Raw dude. onion makes yes. a big difference. Raw onion yes. makes a big difference. Um, let's see. Where is whatever we're talking about? Uh Salty Drunk says, hope so. It would mean more to the young guys. What are we talking about? Uh, I think he was talking about OKC getting into the play-in. Oh, okay. So OKC making the play-in then. I would think so. Yeah, you have to think so, right? I mean... I mean, I, I would. I would. I mean, because there's no other way to... There's no other way to slice it than to think that Dallas is done, right? Yeah. I mean, Dallas is done. It, yeah, they're, they're th- caving. That's embarrassing, dude. And I, I don't care how... I don't care how you want to slice it. It's embarrassing for the NBA to have a situation... Where you just have a team that's like, yeah, we're not going to try and make the playoffs. I'd rather have the draft pick. I mean, and this is the amazing thing about the Western Conference. I mean, literally from the Clippers in the five seed all the way down to the Mavericks, you're, you're four games. And I know that there's no chance now. It's too late now for, you know, a lot of these teams to make that up. But like, you know, you look at like the Lakers. Are the Lakers going to make it out of the play-in? Who the hell knows, right? Like are, you know, again, I, if Dallas wasn't copping out, like, hey, is Dallas going to get in and is OKC going to get in? Well, James, have to think that OKC is going to make it now that Dallas have is to. behaving in the way that they're behaving. Yeah. It's such a it's such an embarrassment. And by the way, do we not all deserve the, the 7-10 matchup of, of either Lakers-Warriors mm. versus the Thunder? I mean, that would be awesome. Yeah. I, Dallas is such a fr- – I will never root for Dallas ever. It, it's so embarrassing to it me. It is. It is, it is so embarrassing. I think it is. You're a cop out, dude. Like you quit on the NBA playoffs. You're a cop out. Yeah, dude. It, it, it's just. What terrible. are you even playing for at that point? Like, what are you? What does your organization stand for if you're just going to quit when you're a half game out? And like, it just is. Yeah, yeah seriously. Uh, Darren from Canyons Golf says, but that green looks sweet. Will look good when the time comes. Yeah, Damn the greens. Right. The greens. Damn at, right. Greens at canyons. Dude, it's been a historic winter in Salt Lake. There's yeah. no. There's just no question about that. I'm ready for it to be over. Uh, Brandon Unruh says used to be a Traeger guy, but upgraded to a Yoder smoker. Dude, so on your Yoder barbecue pit stop mm-hmm. Monday, I think it was, put out a video that they now sell like a carrying rack for Yoders that has. It's, it's like a cart, a carrying cart. So, mm-hmm. like, with our Traeger, when you get a Traeger, it comes with, like, the legs, and you screw everything together. Yoder, apparently, gives you the option to put it on a, like, a, you know, like a metal toolbox kind of roller setup? Oh, yeah. They yeah. allow you to put the Yoder on a cart that rolls around it, which is amazing to me. Yeah, I agree. Uh, Capazzo says, I just ate a dog and baked beans. Tasty, tasty. Mm. Ooh, so good. 
Wash that, <laughs> wash that down with a bucked up. Mm-hmm. Damn right, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dude. Delaric. Uh, that's why I became a Spurs fan. Amen to that. Uh, salty drunk. Hey, guys, do you think the NBA should address the issue with players sitting? I mean, THT wasn't even listed as injured until late yesterday. I think they did that in the in the CBA. You can't be MVP. You can't be yeah. comeback player of the year, what is it, rookie of the year, games? 65 games. 65 games. There yeah. is a minimum threshold. I I think you have to. This this nonsense with it, it, you're never going to be able to stop tanking. No. It's it's how OKC's built their team, man. Like it's how like look at Houston. How many picks is Houston going to get? Yeah. How many picks is Detroit going to get? Like what are you going to do about it? Right. And I, it, it's just frustrating that there's no repercussion for it. Yeah. There's no repercussion for it. And I think I understand it. Guys are going to get hurt. Listen, you, you look at the Zion Williamson situation. And did you guys see that update on fat ass in New Orleans? <laughs> he apparently has gained weight and he is trying to rehab this <laughs> hamstring. There's some people who believe New Orleans is sitting him out because he's being unprofessional again. Allegedly. Allegedly. I don't know if that's true or not, but if he's gained more weight and he is unable to get himself in shape, dude, that's brutal. That's brutal. Hi, like, and you just signed him to an extension, Fat. right? You look at Chris Middleton in Milwaukee now dealing with a knee injury again. Yeah. Hoping to get him back for the playoffs. Might not. I, I understand the varying degree of injury. Mm-hmm. Fat guy in New Orleans is very different than Chris Middleton. Yeah. But I don't know how you fix the tanking thing. I don't, because you're not going to take draft picks. You're, you're just not. Yeah. You're not. Uh, Jeff Johnson. Hey, guys, just got back from the Super Mario movie with the wife and kids. It was awesome. Anything new or should we still uh, talking Pac-12 stuff? I don't know. I don't know that I would say there's a ton new. I think, no. I think if you missed it, uh, Geoff, I know. I think you're kind of a golf guy, if I remember right. Uh, there was a massive tree. This story that at the, the Masters, Masters is wild. Yeah, this story at the Masters is is crazy. And if you're just tuning in, I'll, I'll play this video for you again. Oh, good. Oh, this is at the Masters. Oh, Look at that tree oh fall. Okay. And it wasn't just one Holy tree. Smokes. It was two trees. Look at all the people on the left. Look at the people between those two trees there sitting on the ground. And I'll play it again. Look at the people sitting on the ground. Oh, good oh, gracious. Watch out. Oh Look at that. My, two oh huge God. trees fell. Okay. There's windstorms like the uh, round has been suspended because of lightning and rain. These trees are historic trees. They are protected trees at Augusta National. It was so windy they fell, landed on the patrons. Nobody was injured. You want to talk about just dumb luck. <laughs> Let me sit a millimeter <laughs> to the right. Nah, probably shouldn't do that today. <laughs> Like, how did that not fall on somebody and crush them? No idea, bro. How no, crazy is that? Yeah. How crazy is that? Yeah. By the way, Tiger Woods is on the cut line. He's plus two. His round was suspended. He'll pick up tomorrow morning at 830 Eastern. Brooks Kepka currently has a lead at minus 12. So uh, the live golf stud, Brooks Kepka has a lead. Yeah. Um, I just... Oh, good oh. gracious. Watch Dude, out. I mean, you oh, look my, at that, oh and it's just, I mean, okay. how? How Holy did nobody smokes. get hurt there? Yeah. And look at the people sitting on the ground. The size of that tree, though, dude. Like, By the way, though, they did have, like, tree surgeons. They're, they're literally called tree surgeons. They have tree surgeons there who were ready to cut those trees down and get them out of there so they could continue playing. Hey, 
Gus dude. is prepared, dude. I mean, it's amazing. I mean, it's the things you don't think about, right? Like, hey, I mean, they have to be prepared. Hey, what if a tree does fall down? Yeah. Well, today it actually happened. Man, I I just cannot. Uh, I don't even know. I don't know. Mike M says trees like this fall in Oregon. Usually people die. Seriously. Yeah. Usually people die. Jeremy Callahan says timber. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be terrible. That would be that would be terrible. Jeff Johnson says that's my endearing nickname, Geoff Permonti. It is. It is. Uh, salty drunk. Another message to not take life for granted. Your number can be called any day. Dude, Seriously, you're not even playing with that, bro. Not even playing with that. Look at this dude. Look at the Cash App guy. Oh my God! Yeah, walking He's down walking. the street in San Francisco gets knifed, murdered. I just stabbed him. Unbelievable. Uh, Travis Hinton says, I'm so bucked up for the weekend. Nice weather and no snow expected in Salt Lake City. Hey. Seriously. Seriously. We've got jazz tomorrow. Um, probably not going to snowboard. It's too warm, but we've got jazz tomorrow. Then we've got Grizzlies tomorrow night. I've got date night tomorrow night. What are we doing Sunday? Sleeping in. <laughs> Working out. Like Working out. I don't know. I need a good heavy chest day. Like I, I need a good bench cable dumbbell bench press day like i need a good we did arms this morning you know i'm at that point in my workout cycle where i'm like god dude let's just get through this by the way real quick yeah how busy is the gym you guys go to yeah because i gotta tell you man I, i'm i'm kind of over the vasa fitness we go to what are you bitch i mean it's ants crawling on top of each other at this yeah. point it's so frustrating you in that gym though man you know uh, you know I would know. I'm married to a beautiful woman. I would never have wandering eyes. Right. I would not. Uh, but it's just, it's really interesting to me um, that that gym is so packed all the time. Yeah, I mean, the gym being busy is one of my biggest pet peeves, you know, because there are days where you'll walk in and it's empty and you're like, yes. But nine days out of 10, it's super busy. Yeah. And it ruins the experience. Yeah. All right. Before uh, we get to uh, the reckless non-sports stories of the day, a couple of NFL things I want to hit to. Did you guys see this story about um, the Arizona Cardinals being accused of cheating? <laughs> so the Arizona Cardinals fired a an executive. Yeah. And they really tried to hang him out. By the way, can, can, man, there's nothing on TV right now, bro. We put like... on news channels and stuff, man. Um. The Arizona Cardinals were accused of cheating by this former executive who says that when Steve Kime, their general manager, Drunky the Clown, who's got multiple DUIs. Ye of Raptors. Got a DUI driving a Ford Raptor pickup truck. He was suspended for four games. He claims that the owner forced the coach, Steve Wilkes, and the, this executive to use burner phones to communicate with Steve Kime illegally behind the scenes. And the Cardinals went in on this dude. Like, I mean, did everything they could do to wreck him. And like, what do you make? Like, is this just low cash by the by the Arizona Cardinals? Yeah, I mean, they're a low cash organization. Always have been, always will be. I think Bidwell is is somebody who, who uh, you know, he just, he that's just the way he goes about it. I mean, he thinks, like, the way he behaves, it's like he just doesn't care. I mean, I, I remember being on the radio in Phoenix talking about Steve Kime when he got in that accident. And it's like, dude, like, there was really no punishment. There, there really was no repercussion None. for it. And, 
and it's just incredible to me. And and you know, and now you've got like the problem for the Cardinals is is you have this cheating situation, but then on the other side of the coin, you have your former GM and Steve Kime talking about how your quarterback doesn't like to study film and he's a little too small to see over the line and like you know saying all this stuff about Kyler and it's like, dude, like that's what happens when you're a low cash organization and. It's so rare in the NFL for these types of situations to happen where former executives talk about their old team. It, I mean, you almost never see it. And yet we're seeing it with the Cardinals. So to me, I just think that Bidwell is this owner who he's much like any of these other guys, man. Rich, white, powerful guy who thinks he can do whatever the hell he wants. And it the, the act is getting old in the NFL. And the Steve Kime thing is particularly frustrating because Steve Kime, I mean, he, driving a Ford Raptor, twice the legal limit according to the news, and the videotape of his arrests was, my God. Like, it was, it's terrible. And yeah. nobody does anything about it. And then you suspend him, I think it was four or five weeks, and you use burner phones to communicate with him because he's such an amazing talent evaluator. <laughs> <clears throat> and what's the NFL going to do about it? Nothing. Nothing. The NFL will do nothing about it. And you look at like this situation with the commanders. What are you doing about Dan Snyder? Nothing. What are you doing about Jerry Jones? Nothing. Like they just, I wonder at what point do they care about like their owners being complete shit bags? Yeah, I don't, I mean, I, I don't think they're ever that point's ever going to happen because the NFL has a monopoly. They they are the only league uh, of their kind. There is really no other league that competes with the NFL on any level, and they know that they can pretty much do whatever they want to do. I mean, everything. I mean, seriously, anything from you know misogyny to to cheating NFL rules to not really disciplining anybody in your front office, like all this stuff. I mean, like. At least in the NBA, guys are forced to sell teams. Like, the only reason Dan Snyder is selling is because it got to a congressional level. You know, I mean, if it hadn't even, if it had never been exposed, or if it had only been exposed to the ownership group, Dan Snyder wouldn't be selling the team, right? Like, he wouldn't be. He wouldn't be. And and that's that's the issue I have with the NFL. And listen, I love, football. I love NFL football, dude. I do. I'm a big fan. I enjoy watching it, even more so than the college game. And I have to say, every time I'm watching an NFL game, I'm thinking about some of this stuff. Like, not stories specifically, yeah. but just like, hey, like, you know, remember when Bob Kraft did that? Or, you know, any of the major headliners that have happened over the years. It, it makes me think about that stuff. Yeah, and the Kime thing particularly bothers me because the Cardinals just never addressed it. And you know what, man? Like, Steve Kime, not a terrible general manager, Started as a scout, like, but to have that egregious of a DUI and to be just to be that guy, yeah, it just sucks, dude. Yeah, it it's just, embarrassing. It sucks. It absolutely sucks. Uh, hey, look at that. Fat Jesus. How the heck are you, sir? You keep saying he has multiple DUIs, but I can't find that anywhere. Keep looking. You'll find it. He's the one that is on the record is a... I mean, just twice the legal limit in a in a Ford Raptor. And I say that because that is such a big, heavy, powerful vehicle. Yeah. And for a guy that has, I think he's got four kids. 
lives in in the community, lives in Chandler. Like he's a guy that you just can't do that, man. Yeah. You have such great responsibility. You know, and to get to get that kind of egregious DUI is just it's crazy. Um I think the other NFL story, by the way, by the way, speaking of the commanders, did you see they have not picked up Chase Young's fifth year option? Are you surprised by that at all or not no, really? Because he's selling the team and he doesn't want to pay any money at all of yeah. any kind. And then there's the San Francisco 49ers and Trey Lance. Yeah. They're supposedly in San Francisco in on Aaron Rodgers. Right. So Trey Lance has become this odd figure in San Francisco because he just has not been good. And then he got hurt last year. But look how different he looks. Look how different the throwing motion is. Like that is a different quarterback. That is a that is a completely different quarterback. I, I don't even know how you look at where the ball comes out. Like mm -hmm. look how tight that spiral comes out. I mean, he's a different guy, right? Yeah. And then you look at this full arm motion here. I mean, his mechanics look very good, and he's been working out um, with Patrick Mahomes. Yep. He looks like a different quarterback to me. I mean, he looks like a guy that maybe the light went off in his head. I don't know. But he actually looks like a guy with a throwing motion now. Yeah. And I know that he spent a lot of time with Jeff Garcia. Mm -hmm. But by the way, that's Jeff Garcia's throwing motion. So I think it's very interesting how much he's developed in this this injury period. Yeah, and I think he's he's getting the coaching he needs. You know, I, I'm I'm I don't doubt the thing with Trey Lance is the guy's got all the athletic ability in the world that you need. What he needs is refinement in coaching. He just needs to be taught how to throw the ball in a way that's successful at the professional level. That's what he needs to be taught. I don't think the guy like there's no question the guy's been a bust for where he was drafted and what they gave up to get him, but. I'm a big believer that, okay, yeah, while he is a bust in that position, that doesn't mean he can't have an NFL career and he can't at least survive in the league, but he's going to have to prove at some point that he can play in an NFL game and be productive. But here's the question. Should the 49ers go after Aaron Rodgers? And you know, the story this week, if you missed it, was that the Jets and the, the, the Packers are far apart. Mm-hmm. The Jets and the Packers are far apart. And all of a sudden, the 49ers have become this interested team. Now, you know that Purdy is some way away from playing. Certainly, he's going to miss time this year. Who knows how much time that is. Trey Lance is coming off of a horrific leg injury. Yeah. So now, you're, you're sort of in the market for a quarterback, right? So, if you're the 49ers... Aaron Rodgers clearly has some affection for the Barry. He played at Cal. Right. I mean, you're a, if you put Aaron Rodgers on that team, you're a Super Bowl contender right now. I would say, I would say you're a Super Bowl favorite right now. Yeah, I think you're the favorite. best team in the NFC. Yeah. Why wouldn't you go after him if you're the 49ers? Yeah, I mean, I think he'd be the first true ace, if you will, as a quarterback that you've had, really. In a decade, I mean, you can look at the Alex mm -hmm. Smiths of the world or, you know, you can look at, you know, I mean, Cap was good for like five minutes. Like they've just had so many guys. And I, and I do think Purdy was really productive in that system. And I think he can be that guy again, I would guess. But Aaron Rodgers is elite. Aaron Rodgers is next level. The problem is, is he hasn't won very much, but he will take you to the playoffs. And this is what I maintain. 
And I agree with you on this. If you're the 49ers, a team that's already playoff good, doesn't adding Aaron Rodgers mean that you really should get to the Super Bowl? It does. It does, but I don't think they have the draft capital to get him. I mean, I, that's that clearly is what the Packers are after. And the I, Jets I, have it, and they won't give it up. Well, but I wouldn't give up that 13th pick either. Yeah. They, they have to trade Aaron Rodgers. It's not a question of should we or would we. They have to trade him. They have to, all right? Your comments in a moment after we tell you about our good friends at Tri-Day Trading, TriDayTrading.com, 10 bucks to change your life. And I know, you know, a lot of people are like, oh, hey, dude, $10, that's a lie. It's not a lie. $10, 30-day membership, that $10 goes to a charity. It does not go to Tri-Day Trading, does not go in somebody's pocket. It's a charitable donation, and you get a 30-day membership at TriDayTrading.com. And I'll tell you, if you're looking for a side hustle, if you are looking for a way to get out of your full-time job. Because the worst thing in the world to hear is, oh, man, it's Monday. Oh, I hate my job. Oh, dude, my boss sucks. Or There's no reason to be doing that. Yeah. There's no reason because I guarantee you the financial freedom you dream about is available to you. You have to get to TridayTrading.com. Sign up for their 30-day membership for $10. It is a really simple 20-second process. And the best part of it is, again, when you're ready, you sign up, you're assigned a one-on-one, one-on-one learning situation with your coach. So you get a professional day trading coach to trade using Triday Trading's proprietary leading indicators that make their students experts in the area of day trading. And you look at step number four, upon completion of your coaching, you get a corporate funded account where they will fund it up to $100,000 over time. See, because when you start making trades, you don't do that with your own money. You trade with their money. And when you make money with TridayTrading.com's money, they give you 80% of the profit. At TridayTrading.com, it takes 20 seconds at TridayTrading.com to sign up for a $10 30-day membership. Again, it's a tax write-off because that $10 goes to charity. Your education, that's a tax write-off because... Educational services are always tax write-offs. Yeah. Work for yourself. Stop working for the man. Stop having envy of the car that's in the driveway next door or the vacation that you saw in pictures on Instagram. Start living your life at TridayTrading.com. Let's get your thoughts on Aaron Rodgers to the Niners. Geoff, the noted 49er homer on this program. I'm a Niner fan. I had no idea. Program. Program. Uh, I And I'm not a Lance guy, but Aaron Rodgers isn't feasible. We have a lot of money tied up in our defense, especially Bosa's contract. We're in a terrible position. Need Brock back. You do need Brock Purdy to come back and be a, a force. And he should be. I mean, I think what you saw in college that translated to the 49ers last year, I think he is absolutely going to be a force. And Tommy John surgery for quarterbacks is not nearly as arduous as it is for baseball players. I think he's going to be just fine. I think he's going to be just fine. Yeah. And by the way, it was a repair, not a full not a full replacement. Like, you feel like the guy should be fine. It's just a matter of when he can get back. Because that defense is Super Bowl ready. Yeah. The offense is Super Bowl ready. I think it is going to be very interesting to see how all of that plays out. DeLambo says the Packers are trying to sabotage the 49ers. What do you say that for? Kurt Myers says the Jets deserve Rodgers. I would agree with that. I would agree with that. No doubt about it. Um, Mike M said Tua made a similar upgrade last season. Well, and I, I think that's really interesting because quarterbacks either work, 
year round or they don't work at all. Mm-hmm. You're either a guy that's invested in your mechanics and you're invested in your development year round or you're not going to make it. Tom Brady doesn't take days off. Tom Brady doesn't take a month off in the summer. <laughs> Tom Brady's working. Now, does he go on vacation? He does. And guess what he does on vacation? He works. And when he's in the gym, he's in the gym. He's not on his phone or like he takes it very seriously. Very, very seriously. I just think that you have to find a way, if you are the 49ers, to have a competent quarterback depth chart because you should win a Super Bowl this year. Mm-hmm. You should. And it's 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 imperative. Uh, Delaric says Rodgers is trying to get paid again, so he ain't doing anything uh, about Roger. You mean Roger Goodell? Uh, about owners, how can they make it, get a new contract if he goes, well... I also think that he's going to get paid. There's no... Yeah, dude. Roger Goodell has absolutely proved his value. Tom (laughs) says, I skied Snowbird on the 4th of July one year. It sucked, but cool thing to say I did. Truth. Yeah, summer skiing's not great. Let's be honest about it. DeLambo says, A.A. Ron, no, no, no. Well, I think he's talking in drops. Yeah. Mike M. says, wish Justin Herbert was in San Francisco's Chargers aren't exactly a great organization. They're not. You're not lying, bro. They're not. You're exactly right. Um, Jeremy Callahan says Brock is good. Outside the echo chamber, Darnold will be running the team. I think that's probably true. I think that is probably true. I think Trey Lance, it's make or break for Trey Lance now. Sam Darnold, Trey Lance, and Brock Purdy whenever Brock Purdy is ready. I mean, John Lynch essentially said it's Purdy's team. But I think that you, you have a guy in Sam Darnold that you know is not the guy. But he's good enough to be a very effective Band-Aid. And those guys are valuable, dude. But the question is, does Trey Lance get another shot to start? And I don't think that's a slam dunk by any stretch of the imagination. No, I would say I would say it's doubtful. <laughs> I don't like I don't know why you would. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Make sure you guys hit the like button if you have not. Uh Jeremy Callahan says Tom Brady not addicted to the phone. No, he's not. And I wish okay. I wasn't. Uh, DeLambo says, I'm a Herbert pervert. Dude, that's my guy. We call him the sex machine for a reason. (laughs) You know. Uh, Gary says, send Rodgers to Tampa. It makes too much sense, frankly. (laughs) But I think Tampa needs time for a reset now. They need some time to get their stuff right. Yeah. Uh, Salty Drunk says, and he changed his his avatar again. Uh, By the way, Salty Drunk... You did chase off Travis Bird. He's messaging me, tell me he's done with the show. So, okay. He's like, he's done. Together? He's done. He's done. He said, um, he, what did he say? He basically said, tell Jake, tell Jake and Mrs. Monty, thank you for always being incredibly nice and making me feel nothing but love. Good job, salty drunk. Good job. I hope you feel better. Jeremy Callahan says, boo. Hey, man, you can't, I can't make the guy be the ambassador for the show if he doesn't want to be the ambassador. Apparently, Salty Drunk hurt his feelings. Damn. You know. Bro, like what, what, I, why have we been so sensitive in the chat lately, man? I do not know. Like, I don't I know. I do what not the, know. I don't know what the deal is, bro. I do not know. By the way, you need to, you need to, we need to do some membership gifting. We haven't done any today, and we're ending a streak here if we don't get one, at least one done by the end of the showroom. What do you mean? There have been no gifted memberships today. There hasn't been, 
But that's okay. Hey, you know what, man? I mean, I love it when you guys give memberships. I love it when you guys join the membership. That's awesome. But we need to like, sometimes we as dudes, we're just too predatory, right? Like we just want to hammer fist guys. And it's why we can't, you can't be punching dudes in the face all the time. Yeah. You can't, you can't be doing that. Boyd Lake says Tampa is the Jets deal breaking down. Well, the Jets deal just hasn't happened yet. So there's word that San Francisco is trying to get involved. Devin Pohl says when you're, when y'all going to smoke weed live on the program, never. Never. We're not weed guys. You, you guys do know I've told this story. I've never smoked weed. <laughs> not one time. I have never smoked weed. Yeah. Just has never been my thing. Has never been my thing. It's just not, it's not ever how I've rolled. Geoff says, I'll miss Travis. He was our big boned and stone celebrity man with the plan. He was. <laughs> he was. But I don't necessarily blame James for that. Like, I mean, I don't think that James just went in and roasted the guy and bullied didn't. him. He did. It was a tongue in cheek joke. And I think that, that I don't know, Travis, Travis took it personally. It is what it is. He, you know what I mean? He is. I, I, yeah. Like, I love Travis. I, I hope he comes back, but I, I can't change, you know. Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of agree with Salty Drunk, who who said you, you got to have some stones. I mean, and, you got to have thick skin. And Salty did apologize. I mean, he did. He did. I, I remember seeing that in the chat. So, Look, I mean, I, Salty you know. Drunk is solid gold on this show. I mean, the guy's been around forever, and Travis Bird is, can be sensitive. He's a lovely human being. Loves, loved meeting him, and the one time we got to hang out, and... Look, if they, we can't, we don't hold people hostage. You don't want to be here. Hey, man, you know, yeah, I mean, Tanner's been known to be a little sensitive in the chat as well, you know, so I mean, the chat just ebbs and flows, you know? Yeah. Salty Drunk says, man, you guys better not come to Australia if you're all sensitive like him. No, I'm not sensitive. <laughs> I'm not sensitive at all. Kurt Meyer says Bishop Monty has sworn to perfection. No weed. Yeah, that's right. And Jake's a virgin. I'm off weed. Jake's off. Sex. Holden Middick. You know. You know. Gary says, love Australia. So do I. One of my favorite things I've ever been. What do you mean, Ingram? Darren Ingram says, I guess I'm a sheep. What okay. you mean, bro? What you mean, dude? Capazzo says, uh, I'd be uh, good down under. I've got thick skin. That's what she said. Mike M said, half my family are English. Americans aren't the best with sarcasm. Yeah, I don't disagree with that. Kurt Meyer says, pull it out, Jake. Oh, well, somebody gave See? five memberships. See? Darren Ingram. There we go. Darren, Darren Ingram. Keep the streak alive. Let's go, baby. Darren Ingram Katie's gives away go. five memberships. Adam uh, Antaberos. <laughs> Gifted a membership. Let's go. Man, Texas Tech is strong on this show. Texas Tech is strong on this show. Uh, Riley O'Brien says, hey, Monty. Hey, Monty. Hey, Riley O'Brien. Riley, so, how's the RV lot? Yeah, Riley O'Brien, your RV connection here on the Monty Show. Yeah. Um, Jacoby. Yeah, what's up? Everybody's what asking about the dating life. Yeah. So you're going on a date with this uh, Chiquita tomorrow night. Yes. Yes, I am. Have you been speaking with her? Like, how yeah, is... we've been chatting. We've been how chatting. has that been? Talked on the phone, uh, you know, a couple times. Oh, you've uh, talked on the phone a couple of times now. Yeah, we've had conversations. Look at you holding out on me again. Uh, I'm not... It's, you know, it's hurtful, man. That's not. I, no, it's going good. I mean, you know, we're. I looked around, so you you were, you know, beating me over the head with your dating advice and told me make sure you make a reservation like a week in advance. Beating me over so, the head. And so I tried to make a reservation or looked around for a reservation, and there's. I just wasn't impressed. So yeah. So Dillweed over here is like, <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, bro, we're going out to dinner, and then I'm gonna, you know, get postpartum on this girl. 
Uh, and well, I was well, like, okay. I'm going to get postpartum on this girl. Yeah, put two and two together for once. Um, I need a dick and me. <laughs> Stay hard. Uh, that's not what Jake said. So you said, oh, hey, hey, bro, we're going guys, out to guys, dinner. Guys, guys, guys. I'm just going to walk in and we're going to get a table on a Saturday hey night. It's hey going to be amazing. And I said, dude, you better get a reservation. No, fuck that. I'm not getting a reservation. I'm a big deal in this town. Yeah, but I'm not trying to go to like a steak dinner or something. I mean, I'm, I'm, not go go I'm, like no Gordon, I'm no Gordon Monson, but they're going to give me a table and let me in. I'm a big deal. It's the fucking vernal equinox. Once they find out I'm a virgin, they'll have tables with white tablecloths blazing clean and cleanliness this man was a bona fide scrub just like my pubes wow <laughs> wow wow pause bro pause wow I, I mean i don't even know like i don't even know what to say to that so, I mean, you know you he tells me oh we're going out to dinner yeah hey did you get a reservation <laughs> no shut up fat ass i don't need a reservation i'm Literally. not afraid to die word for word that's what he said right and I said, you better get a reservation. No, I won't do it. Catch me outside. How about that? How'd that work out for you? I don't know. It hasn't worked yet. So you still don't have a reservation. I'm not going to make one. I'm not going to a, a sit-down $100 dinner, bro. And I'm not going to Indian food. I'm not doing it. What's wrong with Indian food? It's not, I'm not doing that on a first date. I'm want... getting pork tandoori, bro. I'm ready. I am ready. Gary in the chat. Our guy, Gary. Giving me Indian food reservations. Uh, apparently, he's apparently Gary is Indian and knows the Indian food landscape in Jutta. Jutta told me, "Hey, don't go this place. Go these places." What you are know. your recommendations for a good spot to eat in Draper or in Riverton or listen, Harriman? Listen. Out the door, I'm looking for like twelve to fifteen dollars total. Stop. And I don't tip well. Stop. So maybe well, 16. I, but see, that's not a fair characterization. I do tip well. I just don't tip. Ask your mom if I it's tip cock. well. Uh, <laughs> I'm a child. Yeah. Okay, so it's a first date. Yeah. What do you want to spend? 50 bucks, 60 bucks. Okay, go to Domino's Pizza. <laughs> like, order pizza. And, well... You're going to have to spend a C-note. Yeah. It's a Benny dinner, man. And, and again, you don't take my advice. Coffee. Go for a walk. Yeah. Shouldn't be spending bread. I'm telling you, you should not be spending bread like that. You shouldn't be spending 100 bucks on the unknown. So why, why, are, why are you telling me to go make a reservation? I'll just go Because to like, you said we're, I'm taking to, her out to yeah, dinner. Yeah, but, but, but that's a broad, like... I don't. There's no obligation to do a reservation. Okay, get twenty dollars like, Chinese food then. Right. That's what I mean. Like I, I'm. I, I'm just. What kind of food does she like? Uh, she's pretty open. She likes Mexican food. She said that was her favorite. Okay, but... Taco Bell. No. <laughs> Betos. <clears throat> yeah. Come on. Meet me in the middle a little bit here. Come on. If I were going to go Mexican food, I mean, I would probably take her to that burrito place in Holiday. That was really good. That was really good, actually. Maybe but you know, what I, you know what I would tell you? Take her to Chipotle, dude. Yeah. Take her to Chipotle. Sit thinking, in the dude. lobby at yeah. Chipotle and have a conversation. Yeah. I might do that. You get a date. You get a second date. Fuck. I'll make a reservation for you. Yeah. We'll go to. We'll go to. We'll go to Arby's my as, an, as an upgrade. And our, we're going to Arby's. <laughs> What's wrong? Mo Betters is too busy. <laughs> no, that's for sinners. <laughs> what you should do, honest to God, you should take her to the Asian Bistro. Take her to twenty dollars Chinese food. Mm. But she said she wants Mexican. Yeah, food. she she like she specifically said that she loves Mexican food. See, Darren Ingram's where I'm at. Fucking or 
Darn right. Bro, do you? This is a family showgram here, Stay bro. Hard. I don't know why. Sometimes it just happens. Room. Darren Ingram is exactly right. Take her to the break and daybreak. Yeah. I, oh, that's the, a good idea. The break, I like that. the break and daybreak has this really nice vibe to it. Yeah. Because it's in downtown daybreak, so it's it's always busy. There's always people around. And it's going to be nice tomorrow, too. So she will feel safe. They have a patio. What are you, what are you trying to say? She will feel safe? Yes. I mean, what are you What are you saying, because emoji? You, you, no, but you, well, you know. Well, no. See, <laughs> uh, don't take her to Metzaluna. Uh, what's Metzaluna? I don't know. You don't even know. Um, the point is, point is, sit on the patio or sit inside or... Does she drink? Yeah. Sip a beer. Yeah. Get some wings. You beer, know, they have great beer, loaded tots. Beer in vodka. Yeah. Get some get some Mick Ultra or some Bud Light. Yeah. You know, you we don't have any, to. We got any beer guys on this you show? You don't have to be extravagant. You guys like beer? Yeah. What's your beer of choice, by the way? Yeah. Salty Drunk says, hey, I, want, I wasn't the only one dissing Travis in the members only chat, but hey, happy to carry the van for all. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> come salty on, drunk, man. bro. Come on, man. Uh, okay, fuck you. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Gary says for Mexican, get Trace Hombres or Puerto Vallarta. Dude, I'm not getting on a plane and going to By Puerto way, Vallarta. Again, man. again. And hey, not for nothing, man. Yeah. Four people dead in Mexico. And where were they killed? Puerto Cancun, rather. I believe. Dude, why go to At Mexico? At a resort, four dead people, Cancun. Go to Maui. Let me know how dude. that works for you. Go to Maui. Not Mexico. Greg says beer is life. Look at that. Gary, Kona Big Wave. Why is Kona Big Wave such a flipping big deal right now? Why is Kona Big Wave such a big deal? I'm going to have to try that, dude. I would love to. Under, and if somebody wants to explain it to me, why is Kona Big Wave such a big deal? I would, because I, 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 maybe I need to. Mm. Okay, Jeremy Callahan. Uh, he says Jiffy Lube, com complimentary coffee with the lady while they change your oil. <laughs> Q Janus. <laughs> wow. Yeah, look at look at Matt. Mick Ultra. Right? Hey, Michelob Ultra, yo. You know that's my... back to my low carb roots. Mick Ultra. I I'm a, I'm probably more of a Bud Light guy, but yeah. It's fine. Um Rodizio Grill, Brazilian Steakhouse in Salt Heard Lake really City. really good things about that, yep. yeah. Gary says, Kona slaps and the flavor is amazing. I'm going to try that this weekend, Gary. Okay. I'm going to I'm gonna seek that out. Capazzo says, PBR is the only beer worth drinking. <laughs> Brandon, Brandon Unra says, Google says red iguana. Okay, Won't that's make insulting. A Won't that's make a reservation. Brandon. Won't make a Dude, reservation. That is insulting. Why? You just said... Google says red iguana as if I don't know what red iguana is. Come on now. I know what red iguana is. Greg Hawkins, I specifically remember you and Jake roasting me, Monty, in the chat when I was drinking McUltra and Bud Light. No, I was not. I'm a, I don't mind Bud Light at all. I'm a Bud Light dude. Like, I, I, I tend to vacillate a little bit. Vacillate. I am. I'm a, I go between Modelo and Bud Light. And. Greg, are you going to make your return to the chat? You're another casualty of the chat. Yeah, Greg, are, where, are you going to make your you return, go? or what's the deal? Salty Drunk pissed you off, too? Yeah, apparently. Salty Drunk Stuck. wants to know if anybody likes 4X. Well, considering Dude, we can't get it here. it's my favorite all and, time. And you owe me a keg of 4X now. Let's yeah. go. Yeah. Let's go. Spirus says, but can't make her feel safe at Red Iguana. Oh, my God. Okay, you're not, you're not wrong, bro. That's cold-blooded, yo. Wrong, but man. you ain't wrong. You ain't uh, wrong, bro. Mike M says Pacifico. Matt Merle says Keystone Light when I'm poor. 
when everybody poor. Gary says, uh, Conan Big Wave or Longboard? I think Longboard is a lager. Big Wave is an ale. Matt Ritson says Bud Light. Capazzo says Bud Light lost me a few days back. Uh, Greg Hawkins says, no, I'm not coming back to the chat for a while. Greg! Dude. Uh, Greg says, I like Bud Light when wearing my Nikes. Oh, my Nikes. Here we go. We're not doing... Bud Light supports these people. We're not doing that today. <laughs> I don't have... Dude, I don't have the energy. I don't have the energy. Jeremy Callahan, I don't like Bud Light uh, uh, a whole lot, but don't dislike it enough to blow it apart with a machine gun. Okay. Wow. Okay. okay. I, mean, I mean, you know, welcome to the welcome to the uh, program. No. Brandon Unrest says, no insult. I'm just from Kansas. 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 I know, dude. I'm just giving you a bunch Salina, of Salina, Kansas. Yeah. Mr. Preston says, vodka and bourbon. Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Capazzo says, just pack some heat when you go into Red Iguana. Dude, you're not wrong. I like, mean, the neighborhood. I the, the neighborhood's rough, but the dude. The neighborhood is rough, bro. The food is the mole. Oh, my Tacos God. Tacos down the, Ramon, bro. No, 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 no. Tacos down Ramon. Enchilada Suiza. Okay, Suiza's good, too. Dude, I miss that church talk, Taco Guild. Yeah, in Taco Phoenix. Guild oh in Phoenix is bomb, dude. Oh, my God. You want to have a beer? That place has it. Um, Luis Capazzo says, uh, just stick with liquor. It's quicker. So do you see what he did there? It's kind of It kind of rhymes and like it you flows. Lick, you lick her. It's quick. Okay. Uh, Devin Pohl says, love me a good old Bud Light, but I got to say a Voodoo Ranger hits different. Okay. Okay. Salty Drunk, do you guys like Corona? Nah, I'm not a Corona nah. guy. Uh, Mole Amarillo or go to Blue Iguana. Blue Iguana is actually really good. Really good. It's all about the iguanas in Salt Lake. Really good. Really, really good. All right. Uh, Finally, let's talk about lying on your resume, you degenerates. 55% of people say they lie on their resume. Yeah. Who here wants to admit that they lied on their resume? Please let us name you. And by the way, if, if you could, if you could put in also in your comment where you work, yeah, that'd be great. Um, people lie on their resume all the time. Now, I did a short on this on the channel too, by the way, but I don't think people are like, oh yeah, bro. Um, I I worked here in like I worked at NASA as a scientific engineer, rectally speaking. I don't think people do that. Catch me outside. How about that? What I think people do. Is they'll be like, yeah, dude, I worked at Tommy's Machine Shop. I ran the lathe like a motherfucker, man. Like, if you need a lather, man. I'm not afraid to die. I'm your lathe. Like, they, people lie about their experience. Yeah. Because they know that if you apply for a job at Tammy's Lathe Shop, she can't go call your former employer and be like, hey, uh, Joey Dillhole is over um, here applying for a lathe-making job. How did he do on the lathe? It's like, hey, did he work there? Yes. The dates? Yes. All right, thanks. Hugh Janus. That's it. Right. It's a huge problem. You can't really, you can't really confirm what's on the resume. Yeah. So the problem is now, I think you have a huge problem where we talk about all the jobs that are available. I think people lie through their teeth, and there's one reason people say they do it. You know what it is. To make more money, man. Because their new job, if they're like, they're like, oh, yeah, we need three years of lathe laying. We need a pipe fitter, right? You're like, oh, yeah, I was over at Crazy Ken's pipe fitting. 
Talmudic. I, I was their, their, I mean, now listen, I was a journeyman apprentice. I was their best pipe player, dude. I need a dick. You should hire me for $97 an hour. Hiscock. <laughs> right? Like, that's what people do. That's what people do. Yeah. Mr. Preston says I can lay some pipe. <laughs> I'm sure you can. I need a dick in me. Uh, but I do think people, have you ever lied on your resume? No, I mean, I, I haven't, but I also haven't been trying to get, you know, crazy jobs either. I mean, I, I distinctly remember when, you know, the, the trash garbage radio station that we left in Phoenix, you know, put us out on the street. I remember I, my mentality was, Hey, I'm just going to apply to like a hundred jobs and, you know, had Mrs. Monty, uh, check over my resume since she's good at that type of thing. And, you know, and my resume got me. Got me an interview. And I'm, I'm a huge believer, too, that I think in the interview, if you have the ability to be charismatic and really be a personality and, and connect with the people interviewing you and you're memorable, because I think that's the proper word, you got to be memorable. Yes. Like, if you can do that, I, I don't think you need to lie on your resume. But again, I also don't think it's shady. There's limits, though. Don't say that. Uh, I think it's shady as like, hell. Don't, don't say that you, you know, worked for some corporate company that they can go check in on. What you should do is be accurate about the companies you worked at, but embellish a little bit, you know? I think it's shady as hell eh. to lie on your resume. Well, I think it's necessary. The competition is too much. Yeah. But I think it's shady as hell. Yeah. It, it, and now, this is, again, this is going to be the dating line. Well, hey, old fuck, you haven't put on a resume in 20 years. It's true. I haven't written a resume in I don't know how long. I don't know how long it's been. Like, it's been probably years. years. Years well, and years. Yelp. I didn't even put in a resume at Yelp. Okay. But what did I do? I kicked ass in the interview. I got hired on the spot, right? That's what you have to do. But I think that the issue is if you're trying to be an engineer or if you're trying to be a lawyer or if you're trying to be whatever, yeah. and experience counts, if you're trying to be a certified mechanic and experience counts, you're going to say, yeah, oh, yeah, I know. <laughs> transmissions yeah of course it says here that you are a clutch specialist no 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 man i i my my specialty was the clutch inside of the transmission man, I, I got the clutch you know, gene i'll always come through so, for you and break stuff you no know, like the clutch and the, it's waves in opposition i mean you need a transmission i can get you a transmission man <coughs> that's what i think happens Gary says, no need to lie. You'll get found out really quick. You'll get found out when they hire you. Yeah. Because when you're like, problem. hey, man, I can do transmission. So like, all right, here's this transmission, please. Day one, let's go. And you're like, uh, I need to look at YouTube. <laughs> right? Like, Because that's what happens. And yeah. I think a lot of people do that. Mike M says, resumes are so stupid. They mostly select with an algorithm through keywords. But do you guys see how the changes that are being made to resumes? There are people who will hide text on their resume, who will do it in like white or transparent. And so they'll put a bunch of keywords. Like if your keyword is rectal, they'll put rectal all over there. They'll put like a grouping of keywords in the background on their resume that you can't see. So when you scrub that resume, the, the computer can see it obviously, but the human eye can't see it. So now all of a sudden you're like, why, why do I have this? I'm hiring for a scientist. Why is this auto mechanic? Because they hate keywords. Yeah. So that's lying too. Yeah. I think that's I cheating. It's crazy to me that there is resume technology. 
Hey, there's a little thing called an AI bot. Dude. That will write you a resume. Dude. Salty Drunk says, remember those dodgy contractors you hired? Oh, I do. I do. Douches. Now I have to do electrical to repair their <laughs> ridiculousness. Why? It's crazy. Because I have a panel in the basement of my house, and the breaker just keeps growing. Damn, dude. And eventually those things go bad, and you wind up burning your house down. Yeah. So, got to yeah. call the Wayman Brothers, man. Yep. You know. Uh, Capazzo says, uh, hell, I'm about to lie on some. I've been applying for entry jobs and can't even get an interview. I just want to retire and have a clock-in, clock-out job. Tridaytrading.com. You, I'm, Lewis, you dude, should look into it, dude. I'm not even playing. Yeah, I mean, we have. By the way, I mean, I know we've talked about it a couple times today, but, like, literally, we know that in the last, what, three weeks we've been talking about them now? Well, like five or six people in the program. In the program. Doing, yeah. doing it, and they're successful. Like, they and love it. And it's 10 bucks to go through their program, and you work for yourself. Yeah. And you make hundreds or thousands based on how you choose to go about I'm it. I'm telling you, Lewis, you, you're, you're the kind of guy that Triday is built for. Dude. You're the exact guy that TridayTrading.com is built for. But hey, to each their own, man. Yeah. I always want to work for myself. I hope I never have to have another W-2 job. Even though I know, Capazzo, you're a public servant, and I appreciate your service, by the way. But I think people, I think people lie all the flipping time. Yeah. See, I think, and then what do you say? Right there uh, at the bottom. He said, I'll check it out. Can't hurt. Yeah. Uh, it's 20 seconds. Go to TridayTrading.com, Lewis. This is in the middle of the page. Go to step two right there. 30-day membership. $10 to be donated to charity. And then make sure in the drop-down, make sure in the drop-down, you select The Monty Show. How'd yeah. you hear about us? The Monty Show. Yeah. That's important. Anyway, I think people lie on their resumes all the all time. All the time, bro. Um, Let's see. A couple more and then... By the way, Jeremy Callahan says, if you worked at NASA and went to Uranus, that makes you an astronaut. So do you see what he Say did ass. there? And Uranus. it's like Uranus, you know? Q you know. Janus. Yeah. Uh, Gary says, I'm an engineer, and I know several people I work with who should not be where they are. That's what I'm saying, man. That's yeah. what I'm saying. Yeah, dude. That's what I'm saying. Bryce Martin. The 49ers see Lance every day. The fact they are flirting with A-Rodg tells you everything you need to know. That's probably true. Yeah, dude. You ain't wrong about that. Uh, Salty says, you guys are pros with segues, LOL. Like the the scooter a Segway? You know. He, oh, you mean like the transitions. Yeah. Capazzo says, you're damn right. We uh, we heard it here on the show, Grum. That's, That's right, right. That's right. That's right. We need you, bro. That's right. Uh, Jeremy Callahan bro, says, bro. I just like to hear you say, you see what he did there? You see what, yeah, you see you what see he did. You see what he did there? It kind of, you know, it all kind of, thank you, thank you. You see what he did there? and Uranus and. All right. And finally. Yeah. Jake is uh, single. Right. And he had, you know, he has a girl that comes in and cleans his house. <laughs> <laughs> How many people? Can you do something for me? How many people in the chat right now? How many people in the chat right now have somebody that cleans their house? Yeah. Because I think, I don't know, Jake. Mm -hmm. I don't, I, I like having somebody come in and clean the house. 80% of households in the U.S. are expected to use a residential cleaning service by 2024. 80%? 80%. God, dog. Is that true? Mm -hmm. The global commercial wow. cleaning market could reach $468 billion in revenue by 2027. That's crazy. C. Kaufman says, I work in aviation. It's easy to tell when someone lied. Yeah, because a plane crashed. Yeah, buddy didn't make it to the second interview. 
Um, I Jeremy Callahan wants whoa comment dump. Comment Wait, dump. Ooh. Bro, Matt, you just said I do dot dot my wife. <laughs> Your ex-wife now. Damn. I will say my wife does 90% of the cleaning in my house. She even te- sent me a text, the hot tub is ready. The hot tub. <laughs> Stay hard. The hot tub is <laughs> ready. What? Bro. Anita Dick and Ming. <laughs> Bro, I mean, you can't, you can't, I mean, what? So, okay, so now, okay, so you're going to get in the hot tub. What's your, you got a plan and everything? Or Waves in opposition. Make sure the filter working. Hiscock. Um... <laughs> His no, stock. but I, I, my wife does most of the cleaning because I'm not home during the day. Right. So, but like, I try to really, I try to pick my stuff up. I try not to leave my stuff laying around. But she does. She hates when I do the dishes, so I don't do the dishes. <laughs> but generally, I pick up dog poop. I take the garbage out when I have the opportunity. She usually does that. Too. Yeah. Uh, I make my bed every day. Like I do my own laundry. But like she does the dishes. She like I came home the other day. The house was vacuumed. Like who vacuums anymore? My wife. It's crazy. Well, you guys have a, a iRobot thing, though. No, she. That's not. She got the vacuum. The problem is my. Apparently, my wife. My wife is busy, so she doesn't have time when the robot cleans to empty the thing. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Yeah. So, yeah. Greg Hawkins in the Philippines. We had a maid that lived with us who cleaned the house. Here in Utah, we do it ourselves. You had a maid that lived with you. Nice. Capasso says, not me, I'm cheap. Tridaytrading.com. Uh, no, I'm kidding. All gas, kidding. no break. Uh, Gary says, Jake about to end up in the, in, in the tub. Well, I nah. Not the tub, I should have left him on the carpet, you know what I'm saying? Hold uh, Eric C. says, Jake's the captain now. Yeah, I'm the captain now. No hot tub. That's it, show's over. Nice week. You nice guys, week. nice to Good see job. you. Thanks for being here. Have a great weekend, everybody. We love all of you. Please hit the like button before you get out of here. And until Monday, say goodbye, Jake. Goodbye, Jake.